You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Tommy Lahren. What's on your mind? Of all the ridiculous and anti-law enforcement moves the state of California and city of L.A. have made in the last three years, this may be the most woke yet. LAPD announced it has banned the thin blue line flag from public areas within police departments over a complaint the flag represented violent extremist views. This is outrageous. Law enforcement has been denigrated, demonized, and demoralized at the hands of real violent groups such as Antifa and BLM. But now they have to remove a proud law enforcement symbol because it offends those wokesters? That thin blue line represents the sacrifice made by every man and woman in blue. It's not racist. It's a testament to the line those officers hold between good and evil every single day they put on that badge and uniform. I'm so sick of our officers being forced to bow down and appease the mob. I'm even more disgusted at the so-called police leadership that allows it to happen. I'm Tommy Laren. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need feedthepig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station.
Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It was supposed to be a family fun day. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A Martin Luther King Jr. Day event, that was the name of it, at a park in Fort Pierce, Florida, included a car show. Ruined by gunfire, eight people got shot. It's sad that during a celebration of someone who represented peace and equality, that a, a, a disagreement results in a use of guns and violence. St. Lucie County Chief Deputy Brian Hester, one of the victims is in critical condition. Four others were hurt when the shooting led to chaos in the crowd. There have been no arrests. There's also a search for gunmen in a mass murder near Visalia, California. Mother and a baby among the six people killed. Two victims were found dead in the street, a third in the doorway, and three inside the home, including one man who later died at a hospital. Officials say the attack does not appear to be a random act of violence, that they believe this was a targeted family and may be linked to gang activity, noting it comes after police conducted a narcotics search warrant at the home last week. Fox's Kristen Goodwin in an arrest in New Mexico. A Republican who refused to believe he lost an election in November, Solomon Pena, is accused in a drive-by shooting in Albuquerque, actually four of them, targeting the homes of Democrats, two county commissioners, and two state lawmakers. They're still searching the wreckage of the plane crash in Nepal. They found all but one of the 72 people on board dead. <laughs> Looking for loved ones, searching for answers, a crowd gathers outside the morgue in Pokhara. Postmortems of 24 of the 70 bodies recovered so far will take place here. The rest will be flown to the capital Kathmandu before all are returned to their families. We still don't know what caused the crash. As Fox's Jonathan Savage, as COVID hits China hard with a massive surge in cases last year, we find out its population declined last year for the first time in six decades. And China's birth rate hit the lowest level on record and China's economic growth fell to 3%. America's listening to Fox News. Bonus days are back for pros at Lowe's. You earn points and save when you buy the top pro brands you trust, like DeWalt. Right now, you can save $100 on the powerful DeWalt 8 and a quarter inch carbide-tipped portable table saw. Was $399, now just $299. Join today and shop bonus days, only at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Bow through 120 subject to change while supplies last. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. Some people get COVID and thought, well, that wasn't such a big deal. But you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse, especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes, and that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. President Biden will meet with a NATO ally today. The Prime Minister of the Netherlands, support for Ukraine expected to be a big topic for discussion. On Thursday, the president will visit California, where the weather's better this week. He'll follow up on the flooding and the mudslides and other damage recent storms caused. At least 19 people were killed. Yesterday, President Biden paid tribute to Martin Luther King Jr. on his holiday and took swipes at Republicans. It's not Democrats who are the big spinners in Washington. President Biden told a group of civil rights leaders taking a jab at Republican critics. These guys are the fiscally, you know, they're fiscally demented, I think. They don't, they don't quite get it. The president renewed his economic and social justice agenda at a breakfast honoring Dr. Martin Luther King. The path is clear to go forward we need to go together. 
So let's be guided by Dr. King's light. President Biden pledged to veto Republican-backed measures like a national sales tax and restrictions on the sale of barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down modestly after a long holiday weekend. On Monday night, playoff football. Good protection and the pass wide open. Touchdown, Lamb. A total breakdown in coverage. And Dak Prescott has had a fantastic night. He threw four touchdown passes and ran for a score, leading the Dallas Cowboys to advance in the playoffs. A 31-14 win over Tampa Bay on ABC, outplaying Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady, whose season is over. But what about his career? The 45-year-old said after the game. I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. And well, I think he'll take it one day at a time. Brady unretired last year, weeks after retiring. He's now a free agent, could go to a new team. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Well, New Iberia police confirming a body was found behind an apartment complex in the city yesterday. The remains were discovered behind the Village Park complex at around 3 in the afternoon. Police have released few details on the case as the investigation is ongoing. In Opelousas, police say an adult female was shot multiple times in an incident on Elementary Lane last night. Police were called to the scene at around 7 p.m. The woman was taken to a hospital for treatment and she's said to be in critical condition. Rederick Rice of Abbeville taken into custody following a five-hour standoff with police in the city yesterday. Now, Rice eventually surrendered and was taken in for observation and evaluation. Following that, he will be held on probation and parole from a warrant from Baton Rouge. Lafayette police were involved in the shooting shortly after midnight Monday on Gilbo Road following an exchange of gunfire after the suspect's vehicle drove down to Maryland Drive. One suspect fled, one was wounded and reported to be in stable condition. State police are heading up that investigation. Lafayette police say the driver of an 18-wheeler attempted to drive around train crossing barricades on Vero School Road. The big rig did not make it and was hit by the train. The driver of the 18-wheeler was cited in that incident. Well, state government is considering a special session for lawmakers to create an incentive pool to attract new property insurance companies to the state of Louisiana. Here's more on the story. Commissioner of Administration Jay Darden says Governor Edwards will meet Wednesday with the House Speaker and Senate President to discuss the, the possibility of a special session and the timing of that session. The session would be to approve a $45 million incentive fund to lure new insurers to write policies here after a dozen or more bailed out. Thereby removing policyholders from the citizens insurance. Which costs more than the private market. Darden says insurers are mapping out their plans for the year and time is of the essence to make Louisiana a part of those plans. That's why the discussions are being had around a date in early February. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Legislation to require each public school classroom to display in God we trust in Louisiana has been filed for 
the regular legislative session that starts in April. Current law requires it to be displayed in each building, but Houghton Representative Dodie Horton wants it in each classroom. I just think it's more important than ever for them to have a visual reminder and better understanding of the hope and love that lies within God, our creator. The bill also doesn't require schools to pay for the signs. Horton says they could be donated. She believes it's one of the most non-controversial bills she's ever presented. I'm looking forward to, to getting this through the governor's desk. The session begins April 10th. I'm Brooke Thorington. Well, Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson says new U.S. House leadership will actively seek answers as to why President Joe Biden had classified federal documents stashed at his private office in his home. Johnson says as chairman of the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Constitutional Matters, he and fellow lawmakers are demanding answers from the Justice Department. We issued a joint letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland himself. We want to know, among other things, what interaction the department had with the with President Biden or his White House representatives about the mishandling of these classified documents. Now, last week it was revealed that top secret documents were found at Joe Biden's private office at the Penn Biden Center. The documents were from his time as vice president and reportedly some were of a much more sensitive nature than those found in Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. More recently, more classified documents were found at Biden's two Delaware homes. Johnson says the timeline of the discoveries is also worrisome. From what we know now, they found these these documents, at least the first tranche of them, November 2nd of 2022. They concealed it until just, what, several days ago. And, and we're very, very interested to know why. Johnson says the full weight of the FBI and the Justice Department came down on former Trump president or former President Trump for the same thing. But in Biden's case, there were no raids of his home that were broadcast on television. He feels the devil's standard is at play. Johnson says the public has the right to know if the president broke federal law. These are all directly related to the interests of the American people. It's it's um, it's time sensitive, and we hope the courts will force their compliance if they don't um, if they don't comply automatically. A new study from the American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy indicates if Louisiana updates its building energy codes. Energy use in new buildings could be cut by as much as 20% for residential and 32% for commercial structures. Mike Waite is a senior manager with the American Council for Energy Efficient Economy. Improving energy efficiency can also make communities less susceptible to extreme weather and reduce strain on the electric grid. Waite says the benefits of the new building energy codes are immediate. He says Louisiana is still operating under 2009 national guidelines that are updated every three years, which means Louisiana is four versions behind. But last June, Governor Edwards signed into law a requirement for the adoption of the most recent national model energy code. That code, with some amendments, is going to take effect July 1st of this year. Now, the annual savings on energy costs for the average Louisiana home built under the newest guidelines, well, Wade says those are significant. The Department of Energy estimated that this could save an average Louisiana home $400 a year on utility bills. LSU Ag Center researchers say they're looking to see if it's possible to grow raspberries here in Louisiana. Horticulturist David Pica says that most raspberries are produced in other countries, primarily Mexico. Pica says that if you're looking for varieties and production methods, 
That work could include some stuff here in the South. We want to introduce new high-value specialty crops that are appropriate for our small growers so they can uh, develop uh, sustainable climate-smart production practices, and it's very uh, appropriate for consumers that are interested in healthier foods. Now, he says that in order to make raspberries a success, it's important to get multiple harvests throughout the year. We can get fresh market raspberry production in the Deep South from beginning in October through early April, which is a very high market demand uh, period for fresh market raspberries. It's coming up now on 612. That's a brief look at news. Plenty of cloud cover out there for the first half of the day. Maybe a little bit of fog out there as well. Temperatures are going to still stay up in the upper 70s. We'll hit about 78 degrees by the end of the day. Winds from the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And we could get a little bit of clearing. I think maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Looking ahead overnight tonight, we're going to drop down into the mid and upper 60s for those lows. Clearer skies for tomorrow morning. However, that's going to be fairly short-lived. We've got showers and thunderstorms returning to the forecast Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Maybe even a couple strong thunderstorms as well. We'll be on the lookout for some isolated cases of severe weather. With clouds returning on Friday, we only get a brief break with some sunshine on Thursday. Temperatures going to be cooler with cool rainfall expected over the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what is happening with our traffic this morning. Hopefully, ah, good. No crashes, no breakdowns. Ooh, so much better than yesterday. We'll take it. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. It is Tuesday. Woohoo! Some people call it Wednesday's, ugly, I mean, excuse me, Monday's ugly stepsister, <laughs> but that's okay. Love it. Uh, I don't agree with that. Um, <laughs> Tuesday, great day. Uh, very much looking forward to today. Good morning, Bernie. Hello. All right, so there's a lot of stuff that's uh, that happened, you know, since we last uh, met here on Acadiana's Morning News. And so, for one thing, I'm going to get this out of the way. So, last night was one of those nights where I wish both teams could lose, Bernie. Mm. I wish Tom Brady and Tampa Bay could have lost, and I wish the Dallas Cowboys could have lost. But one team had to come out on top, and it was the Dallas Cowboys, who had not won a road playoff game since 1992. Wow, think about that. Good yes. Lord. Yes, it had been a while. So, for many Cowboys fans, last night, I think... <laughs> I think that for some fans, if they if last night had not gone the way of the Dallas Cowboy fans, I don't know what would have happened. You'd had some major freaking out going on. <laughs> because that was a bad Tampa Bay team last Ooh, night. Oh man, beat. like what do you mean like bad? And it was just like they so had a losing record play. so bad. Oh, oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Like okay. like two of their eight wins came against the Saints. That's how bad they wow. were. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Whiz, huh? And they still got to host the game because they won the. NFC South division, which was probably the worst division in all of football. So, <laughs> so with all that being okay, said, yeah. all that being said, Dallas ended up getting the win. They get San Francisco in the next round. And now we've got the divisional round set up for the NFL playoffs. You know, you'll hear Bernie uh, talk about him in, in the commercials 
with uh, FanDuel and your opportunities to maybe make some more money there. But um, we got all the, the the games that have been played in the first round, and for the most part, they were they were mostly good games, which was pretty cool. <laughs> all right, so uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Woo! We've got Trooper Thomas Gossin will be joining us in the seven o'clock hour for his weekly segment. I'm looking forward to hearing from him. And uh, like you were saying yesterday, Bernie, he'll probably talk a good bit about railroad safety. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Mm-hmm. Boy, you just, you can't really ever beat a train. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's the physics of it. Yeah, especially um, when you're in a big, giant, a big old giant vehicle. Yeah, it's, it makes yeah. it a lot harder to do. Um, and I get it. I know that area is frustrating mm. um, because, you know, the train tracks are so close to the thruway. Yeah. Uh, to US ninety, if you will, and it's um, it's kind of a frustrating situation. But man, yesterday was just a great a great example of why you have to exercise patience. You really do, and I know it's hard. You don't want to because it'd be great if you could just pass in front of that train because it's less time that you have to wait. But right. that did not work out to that that driver's benefit. Yeah, and nor to the benefit of traffic in that yeah. area. Yeah, what a painful thing. It's a, it's a very busy area Oof. that uh, unfortunately was made a lot worse yeah. because of all that. I uh, do want to remind you, speaking of traffic, that uh, we do still have the rumble strips being laid down today and tomorrow on I-10, uh, both directions as you're going through St. Martin Parish. So you'll want to avoid that area if you can, just to help traffic to be better in that area. Um, yesterday was the first time that I actually drove on the overpass where you had the accident happen on January 3rd. Oh. You know, the I-10, I-49 yeah, yeah, yeah. area. Yeah. I just can't make myself go that way. <laughs> I seriously it creeps me out. I don't. I'm I like, know. why? But I just can't do it. Yeah. So what was it like? Did you feel a little weird? A little weird. Uh-huh. Um, as I was approaching it, and I saw, uh, you know, it, it going down to one lane, and uh-huh. I was like, oh yeah, that's true. I'm about to come roll up on this. Yeah, big clincher because I would have been like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was okay. It was okay. Um, you know. But uh, it well, still yeah, was just you're here. Yeah, I'm here. I made it. <laughs> I made it. But no, they're they're doing a good job with it. And mm-hmm. you know, you've got phase one that's about to start with it, and at the end of the week, and you know, then they're gonna continue to work on it and get it right. So that's good. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was kind of weird seeing it. And then you know, you you know, you can't get off of the overpass, you know, and get on I-49 northbound in that area. Uh, you know, you have to go down to the next exit if you want to get off there. So right. it's a little, little, little different, a little but different. it is what it is. I'm so glad that it didn't freak you out too much. No, no. Look, I've I've had more apprehension about going on the IGN Calcasieu River Bridge <laughs> than I have yeah. on that. That's how bad Ooh, that bridge is. Man, that's a rough one too, huh? Oh, God, I remember that... the first time I I went up that bridge. Were you thinking driving, and I was like, oh my God. Were you thinking, is this real? <laughs> I, I was thinking, am I gonna die? Felt like I was going on a roller coaster. Yes. Like when you go up a roller coaster. The roller coaster to hell. Yes. Oh. Except I felt more safe in a roller coaster than I did on that bridge. Yeah. So, um, by the way, they're getting very close to having that project fully funded to build uh-huh. a new bridge in that area. That's awesome. Yeah, and you actually have a timeline that's out right now on it. And so, uh, you know, I did put the story up uh, fairly fairly recently, so you can search for that. But um, yeah, that things are slowly moving uh, towards getting that I ten Calcasieu River new bridge. They could use it in that area. It's, yeah. it's I mean, it's 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 deemed structurally deficient for a reason. <laughs> yes, indeed. Right. Whoo, yes. painful. Okay. Ugh. So, did you hear that 
about the weather event that's going on in the Atlantic Ocean right now? No. A potential tropical storm in January. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So the Hurricane Center is watching <sighs> the Atlantic right now. Um, and it's odd, you know, that it's something that we're thinking about in January. But they are watching out uh, to make sure that this thing doesn't, you know, hit land. I will say this. it do- We are not going to be in any danger unless something crazy happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looks like it's not going to hit land, but they do have to keep an eye on it because you know how these things can kind of have a mind of their own oh sometimes. Gosh, yes. You know, maybe the Northeast gets the effects of it or something, but, yeah. um, you know, hopefully this thing doesn't continue to develop, but it's just odd looking out there. And I saw a picture uh, last night that was put up on a meteorologist website, uh, Facebook page and saw it. And I was like, Oh, okay, well that's interesting. And then looked a little bit more at it. And Jim Cantori's now, you know, looking at it and putting his thoughts about it and everything. And so, a little odd, but uh, it's out there. I wonder if at that point he gets to use his miles. Yeah. You know, because he probably accumulated a bunch in hurricane season. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So maybe he's got, you know, a couple of free rides going there you out. Go. You know? Yeah, it was a very, uh, for the most part, non-active hurricane season. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't say that about to the people in Florida because mm-hmm. of Hurricane Ian. That hit them pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, it was really a quiet hurricane season, which was which was nice. Yeah. Especially for us. Yeah. You never wish that on anyone, of course, mm-hmm. but golly. And, and you never know the future now. You know, mm-hmm. what are the storms going to be like? Yeah. You know, especially- when Florida gets it, like the next year, mm-hmm. seems like we get it. Oh, well, I hope not. No, that's not. But, but you know, especially for our friends in Lake Charles who were hit for two years in a row. Yeah. Um, And then for our friends in the New Orleans area who were hit by Ida, mm-hmm. um, for them to get a break last year was needed, obviously, especially in Lake Charles's, they've been trying to come back and with the rebuild, you know, and um, there's a lot, there, there, there's a lot of things that are rebuilding there, but you can still see some of the scars that were left by the hurricanes when you go there. So, um, yeah, just crazy. So we've got, uh, we've got uh, Trooper uh, uh, Thomas Gosson coming up a little bit later. Also in the seven o'clock hour, um, Bernie reached out to uh, someone in the world of politics that knows a lot about it, Jeremy Alford. And we're going to look forward to spending some time with him as there's a lot happening right now as you've got four candidates that have, annou- that have announced uh, that their names will be a part of the governor's race. Um, you've got Hunter Lindy out in the Lake Charles area. You've got Jeff Landry, the attorney general, John Schroeder, the state treasurer, and Slidell Senator Sharon Hewitt, who is actually one of the higher ranking uh, senators as well. Mm. So very much looking forward to his thoughts about that. Um, as a matter of fact, I've, one of the first things I saw in my email this morning was one of the state senators uh, in North Louisiana announcing his uh, run for reelection, and which is interesting to see how you know that makeup will go uh, as time goes along. But we do have the Louisiana legislative session that is coming up, Bernie. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on as well. An interesting bill that was found uh, that was filed, excuse me, that. Might cause a little bit of a of, of a blow. Some controversy. Some controversy, maybe so. <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about that. We've got some uh, great uh, other things to talk about too. Also, uh, our Acadiana Morning News question of the day. I'm throwing it randomly at you. Acadiana Morning News question of the day. What is your favorite children's movie? Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. good question. Yes. God, you're gonna get. I bet answers all over the place. Um, you know, a couple examples that I threw out there to uh, to the listeners on on our Facebook page at KPL mm-hmm. News: Toy Story, Lion King. You know, movies like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
David uh, chimes in and says, Monsters, Inc. That one's funny. That's funny? It's Yeah, I like it. I have to be honest. I haven't seen it. It's, it's, I thought it was cute. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's. Okay. Uh, I think it's John Goodman and Billy Crystal in the two main parts, if okay. I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. That one's fun. Yeah. I was thinking, like, like I don't know why this popped into my head, mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. Okay. Because yeah. I'm like, does every parent make their kid watch that? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, although there's a certain age when you finally quit being afraid of the uh, wick, the Wicked right, Witch. Right, right, right. Because I still remember being frightened as a little boy when the Wicked Witch would come on when she... Yeah. Okay, the, the part when she had the, the flying monkeys was kind of freaky, like mm-hmm. at, when they were out in the forest. Yeah. But when she pops up in the, the what do you call it? The um the black. Like the crystal ball thing? The crystal ball, yes. The yeah, crystal ball. that giant crystal when ball thing. When she pops yeah. up in that giant crystal ball, that used to freak me out. That's very freaky. Um, it's just wrong. Yes, that's a good one, Bernie. It doesn't have to be a cartoon. Um, it could just a, a movie that you can associate with your childhood too, like that. That's a good one. Lassie, um, come home. <laughs> you know. Yes, there you go. Uh, Old Yeller. <laughs> oh that I yeah, yeah. As a kid. Lassie was a TV show though. Lassie Did I get was that a TV show. Yeah. Uh huh. Oops. Sorry. Uh, Allie says uh, she recently saw the new Matilda after a recommendation oh. by her grown daughter and really enjoyed it. Wow. But her favorite is probably Disney's Mulan. Oh yeah, I bet. I mm. bet a lot of people love that movie. Yes. So go check it out on our Facebook page, KPL News. Also, you can answer on our KPL News app as well. We've got a lot to get into this morning, so we'll go ahead and take this break. Bernie's got a look at news, and we'll be right back. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From KPL Newsroom, I'm Roberta New Iberia police have confirmed a body was found behind an apartment complex in the city yesterday afternoon. The remains were discovered behind the Village Park complex around 3 o'clock. Police have few details as their investigation is ongoing. Lafayette police say the driver of an 18-wheeler attempted to drive around a train-crossing barricade in the 700 block of Vero School Road yesterday. The big rig didn't make it and was struck by the train. The driver of the 18-wheeler was cited in the incident. Well, GOP members of the U.S. House say they'll continue to press for answers as to why President Biden had classified federal documents at his private office in his home. Some GOP members believe a double standard is in play since there were no FBI raids of Biden's home or office as there were for former President Trump. Lafayette police were involved in the shooting shortly after midnight Monday on Gilbo Road after a traffic stop attempt following an exchange of gunfire. The suspect fled the scene. One suspect wounded and was reported to be in stable condition. State police are heading up the investigation. Opelousas police say an adult female was shot multiple times in an incident last night on Elementary Lane. Police were called to the scene around 7 o'clock. The woman was taken to a hospital for treatment. She's said to be in critical condition. Police are still searching for a suspect. A Louisiana state representative has filed a bill that would require the words in God we trust to be displayed in every public school classroom in the state. Dodie Horton, the bill's author, believes the words, which are the motto of the United States, should be placed there for children to see every day. 
You're up to date on Bernadette Lean. Plenty of cloud cover out there for the first half of the day. Maybe a little bit of fog out there as well. Temperatures are going to still stay up in the upper 70s. We'll hit about 78 degrees by the end of the day. Winds from the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And we could get a little bit of clearing. I think maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Looking ahead overnight tonight, we're going to drop down into the mid and upper 60s for those lows. Clearer skies for tomorrow morning. However, that's going to be fairly short-lived. We've got showers and thunderstorms returning to the forecast Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Maybe even a couple strong thunderstorms as well. We'll be on the lookout for some isolated cases of severe weather. With clouds returning on Friday, we only get a brief break with some sunshine on Thursday. Temperature is going to be cooler with cool rainfall expected over the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. And double checking what's happening in traffic at this hour. Fender Bender, Ambassador Caffrey at Bertrand. That's Ambassador Caffrey at Bertrand. Make sure that you're buckling up and keeping it safe out there today. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. KPL News Time is 6.38. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. And school zones are going into effect right now, so please be mindful of them. And, well, speaking of schools, there is a lawmaker that is uh, putting forth a bill for the regular legislative session that begins in April. And uh, she wants to she wants God's name to be displayed in all Louisiana classrooms. So how exact, what exactly is this about? Well, there was a bill passed about four years ago uh, in Louisiana, and uh, it was signed by Governor Edwards, and it said that the national motto, In God We Trust, um, would be displayed in buildings across the state, in school buildings across the state. Well, one uh, representative from Houghton, and that is Dodie Horton, uh, she is a frequent, uh, not frequent, but she's been on the Moon Griffon show uh, many times, and um, she said that she asked her grandchildren and said, hey, you know, have y'all seen a sign bearing in God we trust um, in you know any of these public school buildings? And they told her they had not. So she decided it was time to amend the current law. So she says, quote, I believe that to have it in every classroom where every student can look and see that this is our motto. And the reason we have this as our United States motto is because we must trust in God. So in case you're curious, the uh, In God We Trust became the national motto nearly 67 years ago, July 30th, 1956, under the presidency of one of my favorite presidents of all time, and that was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Um, Dwight D. Eisenhower was very much a man of faith. As a matter of fact, he was a huge proponent of putting um, you know, the one nation under God um, in the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, now, you can trace the In God We Trust national motto all the way back to the Civil War. Um, and that's back into 1864 when it first began showing up on U.S. coins during that time. And then when the bill that was signed by President Dwight D. Eisenhower to put in God We Trust being adopted as our national motto, 
uh, that allowed Congress to mandate the phrase to be printed on U.S. paper currency. So it really got um, going under the Dwight D. Eisenhower presidency. Well, now, as we've talked about here in Louisiana, now you have the push to make it more prevalent and in each and every Louisiana classroom across public schools across the state. So this is something that um, the, the uh, Representative Horton says is the, I'm going to quote her here, one of the most non-controversial bills that you'll see my name attached to. <laughs> I wonder if she said that tongue-in-cheek because it, this is sure to get some people riled up. Maybe what so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it depends on, you know, if, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whew. Um. I, you know, I don't think anything about it. I'm mm. I'm cool with it, but I wonder how many people are wondering, well, if it's supposed to be in a school, uh-huh. can't they put that like on, I don't know, you know, a wall when kids are walking in? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just see it as one of those. It's going to be a, a hot topic maybe for some people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so but I mean, they already passed the other one. Yo, know, so the the one in twenty nineteen required that the national motto be displayed in every state public school, and her obviously what she wants to do is take it a step further, because maybe it's displayed in an area where students don't notice it, and she wants to make sure that they're noticing it in the classroom each and every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I could definitely see this turning into a religious uh, debate. As, as we move along, you're going to have the groups that are going to be very much against this. I would assume the ACLU and other groups that are going to come against this. But, um, you know, when you look at, I mean. They might not. Either. They, and they, they might not. And you're right. They might yeah. not as well. Um, but when you look here in Louisiana, Louisiana very much is grounded in its faith. You know, mm-hmm. Catholicism, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Baptist. There, there's just. There's a lot of people that believe in God in this state. And this is something that I think that she'll get a whole lot more support than she will get blowback on. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it passes or not, uh, we'll see. I expect it to pass. And, I, and, you know, I don't expect Governor Edwards to veto this. No, no. This no. will be his last session. Yeah, he, he can veto just about he anything he wants. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, you know, whether he supports something or doesn't. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So we want to hear your opinion on it. Uh, 232-1542. We're opening up the phone lines. 232-1542. Also putting it out on our Facebook page as well, KPL News, if you want to go ahead and uh, put a comment on that. Also, you can send us something in the app chat as well. What do you think about this? Is this move uh, something that you support? Uh, is it not necessary considering the previous bill? Um, is this something that, uh, uh, but or is it something that you believe that would be great for our students to be able to see in each and every classroom. So phone lines are starting to ring right now. So let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and do that a little bit later on, actually. So we'll go ahead and take this quick commercial break and we'll be right back. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. If it worked almost a half a century ago, so maybe it will work again. That's apparently the mindset of Sony as it releases, wait for it, the Sony Walkman. Are you kidding me? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. The new Walkman is very different from its ancestor. Thankfully, tape cassettes are long gone. The new Walkman features a 3.6-inch color touchscreen for controls. It uses artificial intelligence to scale up the poor quality of digital audio. 
Most digital audio files sound flat, lacking that sparkle spatial quality, especially when compared to real uncompressed audio. Sony promises that it will restore all files to full dynamic range. We'll see. The new Walkman can stream Spotify or any music service. The cost, a hefty 430 bucks. Who the heck is going to buy that? Give my daily longer podcast a try for more tech smarts called Kim Commando today. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open roles with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post and company. Plus, their 875 million member profiles put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your qualifications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus all the leading competitors. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Kim. That's linkedin.com slash Kim to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, KPL News Time is 6.48, uh, final segment of the 6 o'clock hour. We've got a couple of uh, great guests lined up in the 7 o'clock hour. And one thing that uh, looking forward to talking with uh, one of our guests in the 7 o'clock hour uh, later on in that hour is about this bit of news that came out uh, moments ago as Louisiana Republican Party Chairman Louis Gervich is saying that he does not want Baton Rouge Congressman Garrett Graves to enter the governor's race. Gervich says unity is the party's path to victory, and if Graves gets in, he will divide the party. The state GOP has endorsed Attorney General Jeff Landry for governor. Uh, they did that last year, and so they're saying anybody else that gets in, that's uh, you're going to basically do what happened the last two uh, cycles for the governor's race whenever you had a divided party trying to uh, – take down Governor Edwards. Uh, and so I think this is interesting because, you know, you've had the three other candidates that have declared. Hunter Lindy declared like a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, out of Lake sure. Charles area. Yeah. But let's be honest, he's not a big name. Well, um, he did run for Congress years ago. That's true. But he hasn't been back in the... You I know, forgot like about that. Every once in a while yeah. you hear rumbling, oh, he might run for this, he might run for that. But outside of the Lake Charles area, yeah. does he have huge name recognition? Yeah. Uh, perhaps as an attorney, mm-hmm. but like, you know, not necessarily, you know, via the media or anything. Right. right. Yeah. No, that's but, a good point. I no, forgot but, that he had ran a while back. But you're yeah. right, yeah, though, yeah. because he doesn't, does he really have that much name recognition? I mean, I, 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 I just, I venture to say no. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, does he have totally the money to put his, you. does he, does he have the money to put his name out there? We'll see. He sure might. He might. You know? If he gets support from other lawyers. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see there. Um, of course, you know, you've got the top lawyer in the state that's running in Attorney General Jeff Landry. Um, but you've also got uh, uh, Slide House Senator uh, Sharon Hewitt and Treasurer John Schroeder. Now, I think it's interesting that uh, Gervich came out now that the rumors are really ramped up about Graves entering the governor's race. Moon mm-hmm. talked about it yesterday about him entering. And I think think that the reason why you're seeing this is because I, I think Garrett Graves makes them nervous mm-hmm. in the sense that 
he's a, a well liked uh, congressman up in Washington. Um, it, he is someone who could very much be a player and and split mm, that vote so, moving yeah. forward. I um, I, you know, does this really happen mm-hmm. today? Does the big announcement come today? Is that's you know, what kind saying. everybody talks about and, yeah. and we've heard. Um, I'll be interested to to see Jeremy Alford's kind of point of view. Yeah, what he has to say around seven forty. Yeah, uh, today. Wow. Yeah, and I know you know the guy's probably been thinking about it for a while. Right, right. I would assume because, as you said, he's well liked, mm-hmm. well liked in Washington. So you know, maybe for him, he says, "Hey, this would be something good." But I want to know what what Alford thinks about it splitting the vote. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, so far, the governor's race has been two main stories. Jeff Landry jumping in early on and who's not running in the race. And, you know, we know that uh, State Senator John, I mean, not State Senator, uh, Senate, U.S. Senator John Kennedy not jumping in. Uh, neither is Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Some wonder if maybe Nungesser had an idea that Graves was going to mm-hmm. jump in and said, nope, I'm not going to jump into that. Yeah. I'll get lost. I'll I might get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's that's why I think many people are believing that the, the rumors are going to be true mm-hmm. with Graves and that he will jump in um, and that this was all kind of maybe behind the scenes because there's no doubt all these campaigns talk with each other. Oh, yeah. They all they all and talk. And if they don't necessarily yeah. talk, their friends do maybe. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. How else are you going to kind of get the buzz going mm-hmm. around about your, you know, potential candidacy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they run the silent... They run those silent polls that, you know, we don't get to have a say in, but mm-hmm. people they want to have a say, they give them an opportunity to, and then they make their decisions. I mean, you know, Billy Nungesser was putting out his poll, and apparently the numbers didn't come back the way that he wanted them to, so he decided to not jump into that race. I think he made the smart decision staying in the lieutenant governor's office. I mean, that's a that's a pretty cool job. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool job, and he's done a he's really done a great job at it. He's really been very a great much so. Governor. I agree with you 100 mm-hmm. percent. You yeah. know, um, there's kind of wealth, if you will, in different parts of the state mm-hmm. with different major events that yes. are held in those areas. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he had a lot to try to you know, really do that for different communities so that people do realize you got a little bit of here. Yeah. You got this here. So when you do come to Louisiana, mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to see a lot of great. Um, you know, different sectors of uh-huh. our culture, North right. Louisiana being so different from South Louisiana, mm-hmm. um, you know, and maybe their food's getting better in North Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we've had some influence. Oh, just yeah, kidding, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I'm just teasing. Ah, man, it's been a while since I've been up to North Louisiana. Me too. I'm not missing yeah. it, but, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not missing it. But, yeah, you know, that. Uh, remember his last term, the last term that he served to, has been dominated by COVID. Yes. So now oh, that we're yes. coming oh, out goodness. of it, I'm sure he's looking forward Ooh, to the opportunity yes. to be able to, you know, have some more money to be able to promote more. And mm-hmm. you know, they're coming off of the last two appearances in the Rose Parade where they've won awards off of it. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of positive momentum going forward for Louisiana coming out of COVID as far as tourism is mm-hmm. related. And I would imagine, call me crazy, mm-hmm. there's probably a part of you that says, oh, yeah. I'd love to be governor. Mm-hmm. And another part of you that says, no way. No, no. You know? That is a this job. This tourism gig is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Even yeah. though there are probably a lot of struggles with decisions that have to be made, right. it's probably not as insane as being a governor. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. couldn't imagine. I mean, this, the, the state's pretty pretty broken right now in many areas. <laughs> and so I know, agree with that's, you. It's a huge job. And not everybody <laughs> is, is meant for that job. True. So.
All right, we'll take this uh, break. We've got Fox News coming up top of the hour. Uh, Fox Business Report coming up in just a couple of minutes. I'm Bernadette Lee, and you're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPL. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. There's a merger in the spirits business. Diageo, which owns Johnny Walker Whiskey and Tanqueray Gin, is buying Don Papa Rum, a luxury brand based in the Philippines. The deal is worth up to $473 million. Billionaire investor Ryan Cohen, co-founder of Chewy and chairman of Game, now has a stake in Alibaba, China's answer to Amazon. The Wall Street Journal says Cohen invested several hundred million dollars in China's e-commerce giant. Cohen is known as the meme stock king for leading rallies in GameStop and other companies. China's economy expanded at a 3% pace last year, down sharply from more than 8% in 2021, evidence of the impact of COVID containment policies. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosova, invested in you. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Republicans swipe back. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. It's shameful that this guy would use MLK Day to lie to the American people. Congressman Jim Banks, who claims President Biden and Democrats overspent the past two years spiking inflation. Not happy the president chose a Martin Luther King Jr. breakfast in Washington to say this about Republicans. These guys are the fiscally, you know, they're fiscally demented, I think. They don't... They don't quite get it. The president touted that the Democrats have reduced the deficit. The U.S. is set to hit the debt ceiling on Thursday. The Treasury says they are going to have to take extraordinary measures to avoid a default. And at some point, Republicans and Democrats are going to have to sit down and figure out a long-term solution. For now, it sounds like both sides are pretty far apart. Fox's Peter Ducey at the White House. Also on MLK Day, gunfire ruins a family event and car show at Fort Pierce, Florida Park. Eight people were shot. One's in critical condition. Four others were hurt as people scurried. It was mass chaos, as you can imagine, when shots ring out with, you know, there were a thousand plus people here. St. Lucie County Deputy Chief Brian Hester says there have been no arrests. At least two suspects being sought in California in a mass murder. Six people found shot dead, including a mother and a baby. We believe that this was a targeted uh, family. Tulare County Sheriff Mike Boudreau thinks it might be gang-related. COVID keeps hitting China hard. Amid a massive recent surge in cases, we find out its population shrank last year for the first time in 60 years, with the lowest birth rate on record and China's economic growth also slow to the lowest in decades. Now what? 
That's a big question for Tom Brady, again, after he and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost on Monday night playoff football, beaten 31-14 by Dallas. Brady's 45, unretired before the season, said after the game. This has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game, so, yeah, let's just be one day at a time. America's listening to Fox News. Bonus days are back for pros at Lowe's. You earn points and save when you buy the top pro brands you trust, like DeWalt. Right now, you can save $100 on the powerful DeWalt 8 and a quarter inch carbide tipped portable table saw. Was $399, now just $299. Join today and shop bonus days. Only at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Vowed through 120. Subject to change while supplies last. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. I've had COVID. Me too. But I didn't know you could get it again. What? And if you're 50 or older. Or have a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. Getting COVID again could get really serious, even deadly. That's why getting an updated COVID vaccine is so important. COVID isn't going away anytime soon, but I can lower my risk. And I'm up for that. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. They're searching for one last body in Nepal as crews comb the wreckage of Sunday's plane crash. They have found the other 71 people who were on board and were killed. Investigators still don't know why the plane went down. Crews also keep looking through the rubble of an apartment complex in Dnipro, Ukraine, hit by a Russian missile over the weekend. Nearly three dozen people are missing. Forty others have been found dead. Russia's war there will be a topic of discussion today at the White House. Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte will sit down with President Biden and other top administration officials to reaffirm shared security and economic goals and discuss support for Ukraine. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says the Netherlands has committed more than $2.5 billion in Ukrainian security assistance this year. Rutte and President Biden will also discuss critical technologies in strengthening democracy in a rules-based international order. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A New York City police officer is recovering in a hospital after being shot in the arm this morning. There's a new report that says most of the shootings across America are in the same places. A crime prevention research center study published this week and provided to Fox News Digital says 73% of all murders in the U.S. took place in just 5% of counties nationwide, while 52% of all counties reported no murders at all. The murders are becoming increasingly concentrated in densely populated urban centers and have significantly spiked in these areas since 2020. Cook County in Illinois, home to Chicago, had the most amount of recorded murders of any location in 2020, followed by L.A. County, Houston's Harris County, Philadelphia County, and New York City's five boroughs rounding out the top five. Ted Lindner, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks could fall after a long holiday weekend. Dow futures down more than 100 points. Last week, the Dow rose 2%. The Nasdaq gained more than 4%. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Well, New Iberia police confirming a body was found behind an apartment complex in the city yesterday. The remains were discovered behind the Village Park complex at around 3 in the afternoon. Police have released few details on the case as the investigation is ongoing. In Opelousas, police say an adult female was shot multiple times in an incident on Elementary Lane last night. Police were called to the scene at around 7 p.m., 
The woman was taken to a hospital for treatment, and she's said to be in critical condition. Ritter Grice of Abbeville taken into custody following a five-hour standoff with police in the city yesterday. Now, Rice eventually surrendered and was taken in for observation and evaluation. Following that, he will be held on probation and parole from a warrant from Baton Rouge. The driver of an 18-wheeler attempted to drive around train crossing barricades on Vero School Road. The big rig did not make it and was hit by the train. The driver of the 18-wheeler was cited in that incident. Well, state government is considering a special session for lawmakers to create an incentive pool to attract new property insurance companies to the state of Louisiana. Here's more on the story. Commissioner of Administration Jay Darden says Governor Edwards will meet Wednesday with the House Speaker and Senate President to discuss the the possibility of a special session and the timing of that session. The session would be to approve a $45 million incentive fund to lure new insurers to write policies here after a dozen or more bailed out. Thereby removing policyholders from the citizens insurance. Which costs more than the private market. Darden says insurers are mapping out their plans for the year and Time is of the essence to make Louisiana a part of those plans. That's why the discussions are being had around a date in early February. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Legislation to require each public school classroom to display in God we trust in Louisiana has been filed for the regular legislative session that starts in April. Current law requires it to be displayed in each building, but Houghton Representative Dodie Horton wants it in each classroom. I just think it's more important than ever for them to have a visual reminder and better understanding of the hope and love that lies within God, our creator. The bill also doesn't require schools to pay for the signs. Horton says they could be donated. She believes it's one of the most non-controversial bills she's ever presented. I'm looking forward to to getting this through the governor's desk. The session begins April 10th. I'm Brooke Thorington. A Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson says new U.S. House leadership will actively seek answers as to why President Joe Biden had classified federal documents stashed at his private office in his home. Johnson says as chairman of the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Constitutional Matters, he and fellow lawmakers are demanding answers from the Justice Department. We issued a joint letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland himself. We want to know, among other things, what interaction the department had with the with President Biden or his White House representatives about the mishandling of these classified documents. Now, last week it was revealed that top secret documents were found at Joe Biden's private office at the Penn Biden Center. The documents were from his time as vice president and reportedly some were of a much more sensitive nature than those found in Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. More recently, more classified documents were found at Biden's two Delaware homes. Johnson says the timeline of the discoveries is also worrisome. From what we know now, they found these these documents, at least the first tranche of them, November 2nd of 2022. They concealed it until just, what, several days ago. And, and we're very, very interested to know why. Johnson says the full weight of the FBI and the Justice Department came down on former President Trump, For the same thing, but in Biden's case, there were no raids of his home that were broadcast on television. He feels the devil's standard is at play. Johnson says the public has the right to know if the president broke federal law. These are all directly related to the interests of the American people. It's it's uh, it's time sensitive, and we hope the courts will force their compliance if they don't um, if they don't comply automatically. A new study from the American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy 
indicates if Louisiana updates its building energy codes, energy use in new buildings could be cut by as much as 20% for residential and 32% for commercial structures. Mike Waite is a senior manager with the American Council for Energy Efficient Economy. Improving energy efficiency can also make communities less susceptible to extreme weather and reduce strain on the electric grid. Wade says the benefits of the new building energy codes are immediate. He says Louisiana is still operating under 2009 national guidelines that are updated every three years, which means Louisiana is four versions behind. But last June, Governor Edwards signed into law a requirement for the adoption of the most recent national model energy code. That code, with some amendments, is going to take effect July 1st of this year. Now, the annual savings on energy costs for the average Louisiana home built under the newest guidelines, well, Wade says those are significant. The Department of Energy estimated that this could save an average Louisiana home $400 a year on utility bills. LSU Ag Center researchers say they're looking to see if it's possible to grow raspberries here in Louisiana. Horticulturist David Picka says that most raspberries are produced in other countries, primarily Mexico. Picka says that if you're looking for varieties and production methods, that work could include some stuff here in the South. We want to introduce new high-value specialty crops that are appropriate for our small growers so they can uh, develop uh, sustainable, climate-smart production practices, and it's very uh, appropriate for consumers that are interested in healthier foods. Well, he says that in order to make raspberries a success, it's important to get multiple harvests throughout the year. We can get fresh market raspberry production in the Deep South from beginning in October through early April, which is a very high market demand uh, period for fresh market raspberries. That's a brief look at news. Plenty of cloud cover out there for the first half of the day. Maybe a little bit of fog out there as well. Temperatures are going to still stay up in the upper 70s. We'll hit about 78 degrees by the end of the day. Winds from the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And we could get a little bit of clearing. I think maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Looking ahead overnight tonight, we're going to drop down into the mid and upper 60s for those lows. Clearer skies for tomorrow morning. However, that's going to be fairly short-lived. We've got showers and thunderstorms returning to the forecast Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Maybe even a couple strong thunderstorms as well. We'll be on the lookout for some isolated cases of severe weather. With clouds returning on Friday, we only get a brief break with some sunshine on Thursday. Temperature is going to be cooler with cool rainfall expected over the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. All right, double-checking traffic. We still have a crash with injuries. Essex Street at Churchill. That's Essex at Churchill. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. Your national anthem is brought to you by Hewlco Printers, serving Acadiana since 1972. Buy local, shop local, support Acadiana. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming
whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled Good morning, Acadiana. Trisha Yearwood, our national anthem to open up our 7 o'clock hour as uh, we welcome in our guest, Trooper uh, Thomas Gosson, Louisiana State Police, joining uh, Bernie and I this morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning. All right, so um, not to uh, sound um, negative, but we have to point out something that's obviously uh, happening here in the beginning of 2023, and that is there are quite a bit of fatal crashes that have happened so far and you've got some stats and we were talking about this in the break. We're not on a good pace right now. No, we're not. Uh, right now we're, we're, we're exceeding where we were at the end of February last year today. Yeah. Um, there was another fatal last night, which I, I need to, I need to send out to everyone. I haven't gotten a chance to, to sit down and, and compile all that yet. I'm still waiting for some of the data, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, it's a scary trend that we're, we're at right now. So, uh, you know, we, we really need to work on, 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 being a little more careful right now, we're on number seven as far as for seventh crash with mm -hmm. the eighth death. Wow. Um, you know, just this past couple of days, we've had three. Mm -hmm. um, we had a four-wheeler, uh, well, it wasn't a four-wheeler, it was a side-by-side -side incident, someone riding at one thirty in the morning yeah. on the roadway. Uh, you know, and, and you try to, you know, people think that they're safe and they're okay and, you, you know, they've, and, and they're, not, they're not designed to be on the roadway and, and that's for for a reason that law is passed. Yeah. So that was one. We had another with uh, with uh, someone who went into a canal in the Iberia area, and then just last night there was a rear end crash on I forty nine where someone was unrestrained and, and and died. Yeah. You know, and when you look at these things, a lot of them, a lot of them were preventable. And you know, when we looked at the stats last year, going through them, it really it really kind of highlighted some of these things that we had. You know, St. Landry actually had the highest number of crashes. There were 16 crashes in St. Landry Parish last year, followed by Acadia with nine and Lafayette seven, and then went down from there with Evangeline having the fewest of three. But when you look at the type of crashes, 14 were head-on crashes. That's, that's, that's a lot. It's where somebody crossed the middle of the roadway and hit someone head-on. Mm -hmm. um, the the next con – well, actually, let me start, restate that. Actually, the most common was a – it's called a – where you leave the roadway, right? Exit the roadway yeah, yeah. or um, 
run off the side of the road. Run off the side of the road to keep it in simple terms. Mm -hmm. That was the most common, Mm -hmm. um, followed by head on, then intersecting where somebody crossed in front of somebody, maybe, you know, left a stop sign too soon or ran through an intersection. Um, Pedestrians was high. Pedestrians was seven. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you look at these breaking down, some of these Seatbelt usage doesn't apply, right? If you're on a if you're a bicycle, a pedestrian, a motorcycle, that does the the the, the seatbelt doesn't apply in that right. crash. So when I take those out, but then start figuring out, okay, well, of the ones that applied, how many were wearing a seatbelt and how many were not, mm-hmm. then that that goes to this statistic: fifty percent were not wearing seatbelts at the wow. time of crash. Yeah, forty-two percent were were wearing seatbelts. But when you look at the type of crashes where they died, the most common. For unrestrained mm-hmm. was the roadway where they left the roadway, the, the, when they ran off the roadway. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you run off the roadway, there's there's several things happen. Number one, uh, you hit a culvert or a tree, right? Number two, or you overturned. Mm-hmm. And either one of those is not good, especially in an uh, unrestrained. Mm-hmm. The most common for restrained was head on, which yeah. that's where you're going to generate a lot of forces, correct? So, And a lot of the crashes last year, there were some... Uh, um, some older population that were involved with that, so not as strong, not as able to, you know, take that force, possibly? Mm-hmm. What I got for you, I, I know ultimately, and, and you're pointing to this, is personal responsibility while driving, making mm-hmm. sure you got your seatbelt on um, and making sure you're not speeding, make sure you're paying attention to the road. But I am curious, uh, you know, especially when you mentioned St. Landry Parish and the rural nature of it, uh, and then you've got the other parishes that you mentioned as well, we all know that Louisiana roads are among some of the worst in the country. How much <laughs> does that play a factor? No, I don't know. So, so look, I'll, I'll tell you this. We do have a road, roadway abnormality form that we have to fill out, and a lot uh-huh. of people don't know that, uh, to see if the road was a contributing factor. And honestly, okay. there was very few times that this okay. has been a factor. Yeah. There is a roadway abnormality form that we do fill out mm-hmm. in these cases. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of factors that hadn't been a whole lot of factors. You know, now. Okay. You know, I, I I agree with you, you know, wear and tear on your vehicle, proper maintenance, those things do come into play with with bad roads. Right. But but in these specific instances, you know, a lot of times, like you said, personal responsibility, doing yeah. things behind the wheel that you shouldn't have been doing. Right, right. was extremely um, a, a huge, huge factor in a lot of these crashes. Yeah. You know, because um, we see a lot of what you're talking about where people's personal responsibility and you see some of those that happen on maybe some of those back roads late at night. Where it's like, okay, well, I wonder how well lit the area was and stuff like that, um, and it, and it makes you wonder too. But I, I know that what you guys see is, and which is what makes it even worse, is that so many of these are preventable. It's true. I, you know, when you look at that statistic, with fifty percent mm-hmm. not restrained, how many of those would have walked away? And yeah. and I'll tell you, I went in a, I, I've been to the scene of some of them. I've had some of my guys send me some of the, um, some of the. The, the the pictures, pictures yeah. right? I, I look at some of these things after, for, through the investigation, mm-hmm. and 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 most of these, you know, a lot of these would have definitely the seatbelt would have worked. And you know, these are, you know, some of these crashes by the way that they're happening mm-hmm. um, are you know becoming like I guess in the headlines, if you will. But some of the biggest crashes that have happened this year. Um, involved, like yesterday, it was a non-fatal crash. Thank God it, w- it was. The crash at the I-10, I-49 overpass, non-fatal crash. Thank mm-hmm. God there was no right. fatalities. But we're talking about all the fatal crashes, and that's not even involving some of the other big crashes. Now, unfortunately, you had the situation in Acadia Parish, the guy driving the dump truck, mm-hmm. where he ended up dying, mm-hmm. and 
that just that sounded crazy where the mm-hmm. bed of the dump truck hit the top of the mm-hmm. overpass and then came back and pushed him out of the cab, but he wasn't wearing a seatbelt either. Correct. And, and a, so, you know, a lot of times, Brandon, people think that because I'm in a bigger vehicle, I don't need to wear a seatbelt. Right. The law used to be anything over um, 10,001 pounds, mm-hmm. you're not required to wear a seatbelt. Yeah. Well, now it's anything over 26,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. You must wear a seat. I mean, you, you need, you're required to wear a seatbelt right. for anything under that. But I'm telling you, you know, when you look at some of these vehicles and you watch vehicle crash, crashes Mm -hmm. yes you might win if you run into a little toyota corolla however if you're in a bigger vehicle and you hit another bigger vehicle or a tree Mm -hmm. or a or a culvert or an embankment Mm -hmm. you're not winning that one and so those forces still apply and and you still can go forward at your weight times your speed you know that's a lot of forces that's thousands of pounds of force that your body will generate so Mm -hmm. you know when you look at the bottom line it's you're better off wearing that seatbelt. Let's uh, go back to the crash that happened yesterday at the railroad tracks, uh, Vero School and uh, the Evangeline through a U.S. 90 area. Uh, You know, I go back to my time as a student in driving uh, school and, you know, the the preaching to me and preaching to the other students about railroad safety. And we see what happened yesterday. And it's a great reminder that of why it's preached so heavily to Mm -hmm. the kids. Yes. So uh, Operation Lifesaver is a program that, trains um, people out in the public to teach mm-hmm. roadway safety. And like you said, your dad was a driving instructor and, and he knew this program well. I, you know, it's, it's pretty basic. You know, that train's not going to turn. It's mm-hmm. not going to go side to side and it's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. So when you approach that railroad crossing, there's a reason why the law says you cannot stop on top of a road track. Mm-hmm. That means stop, period. doesn't mean for five seconds it's okay or ten seconds it's okay. It says don't stop on the railroad track, number one. Number two, don't go around the arms, whether they active or passive. In other words, passive will just be a red light flash and active will be the arms that actually come down and stop you. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't work this crash. We weren't involved with this crash that you're speaking of. Yeah. So I'm just talking in generalizations, yes. but you never, ever, ever drive around a railroad crossing yeah arm people just underestimate how fast that train is going no they do and you know there it 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 basically a large object like that basically causes an optical illusion yeah that you know it's an illusion of velocity and size that you think that huge object is going very slow because Mm -hmm. it's so large give an example when you drive by the airport and Right, right by the uh, you know the Dodge dealership right there, and there's a big old plane flying over your head. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, man, how is this thing just floating in yeah. the air? Just like yeah. you know, it looks like it's doing about 50 miles an hour. Right, right. It's actually doing about 150 miles an hour, mm-hmm. but because it's so large, it's that it's that illusion of again velocity and size. It it throws you off. Same thing with the train. Mm-hmm. You're looking down the tracks and you're thinking, well, I got plenty of time. It's not coming that fast. Mm-hmm. No, it is coming that fast. I, I had one the other day. I was leaving out of out of uh, Doucan headed towards rain mm-hmm. on 90 and there was a uh, Amtrak train, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking, how fast is this thing going? So I wanted to pace it. It was doing 65. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was doing 65 miles an hour coming through, coming through towns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't, don't underestimate the speed of these, these objects there. That law is set for a reason and, and it's to keep people safe. State Police uh, Trooper Thomas Gosson, our guest this morning. Uh, anything else you want to leave with us before we let you go? No, I, you know, I look. It's foggy out there. It's dark still at this time. It's time of uh, day. Uh, you know, a lot. I've crossed a lot of people with no headlights on or driving with their park lights on the ah. corner markers. And guys, that that is not what they're intended for. Go ahead and click that one more time. Yeah, yeah. Let's be a little more safe out there. Keep those lights on and those seatbelts 
certainly fast. And look, we can expect some wet roadways to come up tomorrow, yep. too. We had yep. a little bit of rain this morning in certain parts of the parish, but we can expect a lot more rain over these next few days. So Yes, so let's keep that keep that cruise off and uh, those phones down as well. Yeah. Uh, Trooper Thomas Gosson, sir, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break. Bernie's got a brief look at news coming up. News Talk 96.5 KDO. Depend on it. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. From KPEL Newsroom, I'm New Iberia police have confirmed a body was found behind an apartment complex in the city yesterday afternoon. The remains were discovered behind the Village Park complex around 3 o'clock. Police have few details as their investigation is ongoing. Lafayette police say the driver of an 18-wheeler attempted to drive around a train crossing barricade in the 700 block of Vero School Road yesterday. The big rig didn't make it and was struck by the train. The driver of the 18-wheeler was cited in the incident. Well, GOP members of the U.S. House say they'll continue to press for answers as to why President Biden had classified federal documents at his private office in his home. Some GOP members believe a double standard is in play since there were no FBI raids of Biden's home or office as there were for former President Trump. Lafayette police were involved in the shooting shortly after midnight Monday on Gilbo Road after a traffic stop attempt following the exchange of gunfire. The suspect fled the scene. One suspect wounded and was reported to be in stable condition. State police are heading up the investigation. Opelousas police say an adult female was shot multiple times in an incident last night on Elementary Lane. Police were called to the scene around 7 o'clock. The woman was taken to a hospital for treatment. She's said to be in critical condition. Police are still searching for a suspect. A Louisiana state representative has filed a bill that would require the words in God we trust to be displayed in every public school classroom in the state. Dodie Horton, the bill's author, believes the words, which are the motto of the United States, should be placed there for children to see every day. You're up to date on Bernadette Lee. Plenty of cloud cover out there for the first half of the day. Maybe a little bit of fog out there as well. Temperatures are going to still stay up in the upper 70s. We'll hit about 78 degrees by the end of the day. Winds from the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And we could get a little bit of clearing. I think maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Looking ahead overnight tonight, we're going to drop down into the mid and upper 60s for those lows. Clearer skies for tomorrow morning. However, that's going to be fairly short-lived. We've got showers and thunderstorms returning to the forecast Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Maybe even a couple strong thunderstorms as well. We'll be on the lookout for some isolated cases of severe weather. With clouds returning on Friday, we only get a brief break with some sunshine on Thursday. Temperatures going to be cooler with cool rainfall expected over the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quick Silver card makes you the hero of every purchase. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. And double-checking what's happening with our traffic. Hummingbird Lane at West Broussard Road. We have a fender bender. That's Hummingbird Lane at West Broussard Road. 
crash with injuries, Essex Street at Churchill. That's Essex at Churchill. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today. KPL News Time is 7.38. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. Uh, Brandon Como, Bernadette Lee. Uh, just looking at some of the answers on our Facebook page to our Acadiana Morning News question of the day. And I can't help but chuckle chuckle at a couple okay. of them. So real quick, because then we have to get into our... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what did somebody say? <laughs> so the the question of the day is, what is your favorite children's movie? I'll put, you know, examples like Toy Story, Lion King. Bernie uh-huh. said, Bernie said, you know, Wizard of Oz. Or something. Uh, yeah. You know, some people put, hey, uh, Mulan, uh, Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Mauricio put The Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I saw it when I was 10. Good Lord. You know, I remember seeing some of the Jason movie when I was like six, and I regretted that immediately. Ooh, yeah. Um, mm, Mauricio, I think we need to know more. Get back on Facebook and admit more of the truth. Oh, what happened later when you tried to fall asleep? That movie freaks me out, and I'm an adult. Good Lord. All right, so joining Precious us. Precious needs whatever. Yes. Um, oh, God. Oh. oh, man. Well, you know what another horror show yeah, yeah. is? What? Is politics in Louisiana. Yes. Ah, nice segue, Bernie. Uh, I'm terrible. And with that, we bring on LaPolitics.com's uh, Jeremy Alford. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, good morning. It's good to be back. Hey, so, all right. So, the Louisiana governor's race just got more interesting yesterday as the rumors really went into uh, top gear, if you will, about uh, Congressman Garrett Graves jumping into the governor's race. And then Louis Gervich has come out and said, hey, don't run. We're united. The Republican Party is united behind Jeff Landry. Don't run. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on what's happening right now in this governor's race, where there are four announced candidates uh, that have thrown their hat and their name in the ring. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's pretty amazing that the first major attack of the 2023 governor's race is the Republican chairman versus a Republican congressman. Yeah. I think it's, a, it's a, it may be a, a sign of things to come because, like you said, there are four major announced candidates and all of them are on the conservative side and three of them are republicans that's including attorney general jeff landry treasurer john schroeder uh you have attorney um hunter lundy, hunter lundy and lake charles who's a independent and senator sharon mm-hmm. hewitt so you know there are some question marks on the republican side the first being garrett graves mm-hmm. uh at least according to the republican party he may announce this week yeah uh Nothing from his camp as of yet as to an announcement. They told me that there was no announcement on the schedule today. Mm. Um, and then we're waiting on Representative Richard Nelson of, of Mandeville. He's a freshman representative who has kind of carved out a very quick policy niche on income taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's expected to announce. But, you know, all the intrigues on the Democratic side, really. Yeah. I mean, there's no, yeah, there's no announced candidate. The, the incumbent governor is a Democrat with Money still left to spend and influence still left to, to dole out. Uh, but there are three major names right now. Uh, Democratic Party chairwoman Katie Bernhardt of, uh, from your neck of the woods over in Lafayette. Uh, there's a poll that just came out of the field last week with her. Uh, also, uh, Transportation Secretary Sean Wilson, also from the Katyana area, has, has polled himself. He likes what he sees. Uh, and he's looking to make a final decision. And the wild card is uh, the district attorney in, in Baton Rouge, Hiller Moore. Uh, he said he's he's given serious consideration to this race. Uh, I think it's just starting to become clear that he has some alliances that that 
that he would share with the governor should he run. Uh, so, the, you know, it, it's a really interesting, interesting field that's, that's developing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brandon, uh, Brandon and I are jumping, yeah, yeah, yeah. chomping at the bit, both of us to ask a question. So I am surprised that Bernhardt um, wouldn't have already jumped in or, or Sean Wilson or both. Yeah, it, 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 I'm surprised that that candidates are still jumping in at all at this point, yeah. whether Democrat or Republican. You know, but by the time we were at this point eight years ago for the last open seat for governor, uh, all of the major candidates had already announced. David Vitter had just rolled out an announcement on YouTube. Uh, uh, John Bell Edwards had been announced for months uh, already and was, was raising money. Jay Darden was up with his website. Uh, the field was pretty much set. The, 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 even, uh, uh, Scott Angel was already in and, and actually about to start advertising. So it's, it's, a, it's an odd cycle. I think COVID maybe had something to do with that. I think the fact that, that the bench is a little weird on, on the Democratic side maybe has something to do with that. But every day that goes by, I wonder why more folks aren't in this race yet. Well, the other aspect, too, we, you know, we have to talk about the governor, the sitting governor himself. And, you know, he has come out and endorsed a couple of candidates and a couple of uh, statewide races and it really has not been effective for him. I mean, coming out for Luke Mixon um, and then Gary Chambers uh, gets more of the vote. Um, that had to be a big shot to our governor. You know, while he's been successful in running two times for the governorship himself, not being able to have someone that he can um, basically put out there as keeping his legacy going, if you will. Yeah, th- there's no ready heir apparent for, for John Bell Edwards and um, you know, I, I think there are a lot of folks who assume that Sean Wilson runs as his transportation secretary. Maybe he'll get the keys to that infrastructure. But there, there are a lot of people who have been with Governor Edwards for eight years who seem to be uh, trying to get into the ear of Hiller Moore, the district attorney. And I think there's there's some of that 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 there too. So it, it, it may end up being a, a we'll have to see what the governor does. You know, he, the governor has had some success and he's had some failures. Mm-hmm. In, in endorsing folks, and and, and you know, that I, I, I don't think he wants to sit this one out. I think he wants to be hands on and involved. Uh, but just like everyone else, like us, we're waiting around, seeing who's actually going to run. Mm. Yeah, go ahead, Bernie. No, no. Oh, no. yeah. Uh, going back to the Republican side. Um, okay, let's look at Richard Nelson. You mentioned him. Not a lot of people know him by name, but the platform that he would run on could resonate resonate with a lot of people across our state. Uh, wanting to get rid of the state income tax. You know, when you're talking about a time right now where uh, people are worried about every dollar that is going out, something like that, and when you look across and you see other states around us looking to get rid of of the state income tax, it's a a platform that could get him a lot more votes than people expect. Yeah, he's a really interesting candidate. He He is a true freshman representative. Uh, He has a background in the intelligence agency, he is a world traveler. He is a bit of a tax nerd. Uh, he's young. He, he offers a, a very fresh voice. Uh, so, so he, he does bring something different to the table. I, I'm not sure he's going to get what he wants on the income tax out of the legislature this year, but, he, but he's creating a very interesting, uh, conversation. And, and something else that I've noticed about him is, is he has created this, this kind of calling card and narrative where he talks about Louisiana as if the state were just average. Mm-hmm. Which would be an upgrade, right? Yeah. And he talks yeah. about how yeah. you know life expectancies would would uh, would be extended by three or four years, and how pay 
would increase by somewhere in the neighborhood of $30,000, I believe. And he talks about Louisiana as if we were average. And it's a very powerful tool to bring into perspective where Louisiana is ranked in a lot of these things. You know, I like that. I think that that in itself does, um, that resonates with me. And I think you're right. I think that part of it could resonate with a lot of folks if they, you know, were able to hear the message. That's right. Mm-hmm. Brandon, what do you make of uh, Jeff Landry, where he sits? I mean, it's no question that he is the favorite right now. But what do you make of him moving forward? Does he stay the clear favorite? You know, if we keep this current, like if no other major names jump in, if Garrett Graves, if the rumors are not true and Garrett Graves does not jump in, we get no other major announcements. Um, is this uh, is this just a formality? If Jeff Landry ends up winning the governor's race. Um, what do you think about things moving forward for him? So if, if you pick up my syndicated uh, newspaper column that will be in the advertiser this week, you'll, you'll find a column uh, that explains uh, Jeff Landry's very sophisticated, very intricate uh, fundraising apparatus, uh, which includes not only his own campaign finance account and, uh, and, and a leadership uh, account and an unaffiliated super PAC and accounts from the Republican Party, and the joint fundraising committee, it all adds up. He's, he's sitting on $7.5 million right now mm-hmm. in, in a very intricate uh, web of, uh, of, of finance that, that can be used for a variety of different things, some coordinated, some not coordinated, that a race for governor has never seen before. Um, you know, I, I believe this race for governor will exceed uh, $100 million spent overall. That will be a record for Louisiana. And I think Jeff Landry is positioned to contribute to that greatly. Greatly, He's doing things with the Republican Party that we've never seen before this early in the process. And I go into great detail about all of those things uh, in my column that, that's coming out this week. But it's, you know, just to, to, to look at this, you know, with, with blinders on and, and without taking sides. I mean, arguably, it's, it's an incredibly impressive launch for any governor's race. Mm-hmm. So if you were a betting man, <laughs> going back to the going back to the Graves uh, topic, do you think they're really going to try hard, the folks that are in the Jeff Flandre camp, to dissuade him this week? I mean, or does or do you think he's just going to say, look, I'm in it. I'm going to try this. No. Yeah. Make no mistake. If, if you intend to run against Jeff Landry for anything, mm-hmm. get your big boy pants on, <laughs> big girl pants on, because because he, he doesn't play around. Yeah. And, and you know, it, he, he's not shy about owning that either. So, you know, it, it, be, you know, be ready to fight. And uh, I think it is. I think it's going to be a brutal, brutal governor's race. And it's not that it's just like, you know, power plays or like, you know, you know, when you go up against Jeff Landry, that it's just, you know, you're going up against someone who um, is going to campaign hard, not for only for himself, but against you as well. But someone who's very smart and strategic as well. I, I go back to the attorney general's race when he was running against the incumbent Buddy Caldwell and was able to, uh, once he made the runoff, go and get one of the leading Democrats to back him after that. And it just basically helped in him winning the attorney general's office, in my mind, with relative ease, considering he was going against an incumbent at the time. Well, you know, a lot of people like to talk about the rough and tumble politics of Orleans and Jefferson. But, you know, I suggest that if you really want the kind of a starter course in Louisiana politics, go to Iberia Parish. And that, that's that's where Jeff Landry came up. Yeah. And and to your point, you got to remember, you're not just running against Jeff Landry in this governor's race. You're running against the Republican Party. You're running against a handful of the, the biggest donors in the state. 
He's got endorsements from the congressional delegation already lined up. So it's, it's, it's not just Jeff Landry. It's Jeff Landry and company. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, Jeff Landry has really, uh, it is, and he's really aligned himself with huge names. And one of the biggest names in all of politics right now is Donald Trump. <laughs> and, you know, he is very much um, on friendly terms with the Trump administration and with uh, all of the people that are aligned with the Trump administration. So it'll be interesting to see going forward uh, how this race pans out. Yeah, I think we're going to hear people who have stood by Donald Trump have to take a stance on him in a different kind of way in this governor's race because of Jeff Landry. Uh, so I think you could see some surprises from the field from folks like uh, maybe Sharon Hewitt, Richard Nelson. We'll, we'll see what John Schroeder does mm -hmm. even. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I think at some point that does become a, an, an issue in this race just because of Jeff Landry's close relationship with the Trump family. All right. Uh, Jeremy Alford, LaPolitics.com. Tell our listeners uh, more about uh, where they can go ahead and or how they can go ahead and get your stuff. Yeah, if you're, if you're on Twitter, you can follow me at LaPolitics.now. That's at L.A. Politics Now. And you, you can subscribe to our uh, free newsletter, The Tracker. That's at LouisianaTracker.com. All right, Jeremy, thank you so much for yeah, your time. Man. Thank you. All right, I'll take care. You too. Right, you too. All right, KPL News Time is coming up on mm. 7.52. Righty. Breaking news, traffic troubles as they happen, and your Acadiana forecast. Just one tap away on the free KPL News app. Download it today in the App Store and Google Play. All right, to Ross Tires. Hey, that'll keep you on the road. All right, so right now, my little baby, my car is over at Ross Tire and Service. Oh, when problems pop up just out of the blue, you, you can do that. You can call them. You can check out RossTireLafayette.com. And it doesn't matter what the problem is. Maybe it's like, oh, worried about the battery. Is it kind of installing a little bit or acting funny? Is there something going on with the outside of your vehicle? aesthetically that you need to get fixed. That's okay. They can do that too at Ross Tire and Service. Need some brake work? They are able to hand up, handle up on that. Also, just the in-between stuff too. You know, a lot of people need to have a budget. Uh, most of us are keeping our vehicles for a lot longer right now. I know that's what I'm doing. Ross Tire and Service, what a blessing. These folks, they get it. You know, they have the same situation in their families too. You are probably always, always thinking, should I keep this car? Should I get a new car? What should I do? Well, guess what? Most of us are keeping our vehicles a little bit longer, so no big deal. Just, you know, give them a call. Say, look, this is this is what I need. And, you know, Ross Tire and Service is an authorized Royal Purple oil retailer. So they have a bunch of different grades of Royal Purple. And right now through March 31st, you can get up to a $30 rebate on the Royal Purple Oil Change at Ross Tire and Service. Check out Ross Tire and Service today. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's another round of earnings today from big banks. Goldman Sachs earnings were weaker than forecast, and its revenue declined in the quarter. Goldman was setting aside money in case of an economic downturn. Morgan Stanley's quarter was mixed. Travelers is lowering its expectations for the business because of the impact of the massive winter storm in number that swept across U.S. and Canada. Travelers says the footprint of the storm was substantial, though it was consistent with estimates. Johnny Walker's parent company 
company Diageo is buying Don Poplam, a luxury rum brand produced in the Philippines. And boot hotel company Ace Group International is being sold to Sortis Holdings, which wants to more than double the number of Ace Hotels to 30. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosoba, invested in you. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info on Gold IRAs Search Gold, which is the only gold company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. They're about to fight over money. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The U.S. will hit our debt limit on Thursday. The Treasury Department says it'll take extraordinary measures to avoid a default. But at some point, House Republicans and President Biden are expected to clash over raising that debt limit. GOP Congressman Jim Banks tells Fox. There's never been a president in American history, along with his friends in Congress, who have spent more money than this president has over the last couple of years. President Biden calls Republicans fiscally demented, adding, I reduced the deficit last year, $350 billion. Now, Republicans also keep demanding to know who visited the Biden residence in Wilmington, Delaware, where classified documents were found from his days as vice president. Fox's Peter Ducey's at the White House and says officials there tell him no visitor logs exist. The White House thinks there is a precedent here because previous presidents for decades have not kept logs at home. But this really wasn't a possible national security issue until Trump. Liberal groups did sue for Mar-a-Lago visitor logs. A Republican in New Mexico who refused to concede that he lost a House election is now behind bars. Albuquerque police say Solomon Pena is the mastermind behind what they classified as a politically motivated conspiracy that led to the shootings at the homes of two county commissioners and two state lawmakers following the November midterm election. Fox's Tanya J. Powers is a search for gunmen and two other states. It was a mass murder in California. Six people killed at a home near Visalia, including a teenage mother found holding her dead six-month-old baby. It appeared she'd been trying to run away. The mom, when they were gunned down, deputies found them in a ditch outside the home. The manner and swiftness of the gruesome killings leading investigators to presume it was a gang-related attack. Fox's Jackie Abanez. Eight people were shot in a Fort Pierce, Florida park at a Martin Luther King Jr. Day family event and car show. One's in critical condition. Four others were hurt in the chaos after. America's listening to Fox News. Bonus days are back for pros at Lowe's. You earn points and save when you buy the top pro brands you trust, like DeWalt. Right now, you can save $100 on the powerful DeWalt 8 and a quarter inch carbide tipped portable table saw. Was $399, now just $299. Join today and shop bonus days only at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Bow through 120. Subject to change while supplies last. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. I've had COVID. Me too. But I didn't know you could get it again. What? And if you're 50 or older. Or have a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. Getting COVID again could get really serious, even deadly. That's why getting an updated COVID vaccine is so important. COVID isn't going away anytime soon, but I can lower my risk. And I'm up for that. 
we can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. COVID has been hitting China hard with a massive surge in cases there last year. That led to new restrictions this year on travelers coming to the U.S. from China who need to show proof of a negative test. COVID may have also been a factor in China's first population decline in 60 years. China says its mainland had 850,000 fewer people at the end of 2022 than the previous year. That still leaves a population of 1.41 billion people. But this is the year India is expected to overtake China as the most populous nation on Earth. Fox's Jonathan Savage, another big factor in that decline. China had its lowest birth rate ever recorded last year. China also had its slower economic growth in decades, just 3%. On Wall Street, stocks could fall coming off a three-day holiday weekend. Dow futures down more than 100 points. Is this the end of a season or the end of the career? It's a familiar question for Tom Brady after his Tampa Bay Buccaneers were knocked out of the NFL playoffs last night. He said after the game, he'll take it day by day, thanking Buccaneer fans and the media. I love this organization. It's a great place to be. And thank you, everybody, for welcoming me, all you regulars. And um, just very grateful for the respect. And I and, uh, hope I gave the same thing back to you guys. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Brady is 45 years old. He unretired last year, weeks after retiring. He's a free agent now, could go to a new team for a 24th season. And here's how the 23rd season ended. It was a dominating performance by Dallas on both sides of the ball. The Cowboys racked up over 400 yards of offense with Dak Prescott throwing four touchdown passes and running for another score. And the Dallas defense held Tom Brady and the Bucks scoreless in the first half. About the only thing that didn't go right for the Cowboys was their kicking game, with Brett Maher missing his first four extra point attempts before finally converting on his final try. Fox's Eric Master Smith, the Dallas Cowboys advance to play the San Francisco 49ers in the next round. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. I'm Bernadette Lee with your news update. Well, New Iberia police confirming a body was found behind an apartment complex in the city yesterday. The remains were discovered behind the Village Park complex at around 3 in the afternoon. Police have released few details on the case as the investigation is ongoing. In Opelousas, police say an adult female was shot multiple times in an incident on Elementary Lane last night. Police were called to the scene at around 7 p.m. The woman was taken to a hospital for treatment and she's said to be in critical condition. Frederick Rice of Abbeville taken into custody following a five-hour standoff with police in the city yesterday. Now, Rice eventually surrendered and was taken in for observation and evaluation. Following that, he will be held on probation and parole from a warrant from Baton Rouge. The driver of an 18-wheeler attempted to drive around train crossing barricades on Vero School Road. The big rig did not make it and was hit by the train. The driver of the 18-wheeler was cited in that incident. Well, state government is considering a special session for lawmakers to create an incentive pool to attract new property insurance companies to the state of Louisiana. Here's more on the story. 
Commissioner of Administration Jay Darden says Governor Edwards will meet Wednesday with the House Speaker and Senate President to discuss the, the possibility of a special session and the timing of that session. The session would be to approve a $45 million incentive fund to lure new insurers to write policies here after a dozen or more bailed out. Thereby removing policyholders from the citizens insurance. Which costs more than the private market. Darden says insurers are mapping out their plans for the year and time is of the essence to make Louisiana a part of those plans. That's why the discussions are being had around a date in early February. I'm Kevin Gallagher. Legislation to require each public school classroom to display in God we trust in Louisiana has been filed for the regular legislative session that starts in April. Current law requires it to be displayed in each building, but Houghton Representative Dodie Horton wants it in each classroom. I just think it's more important than ever for them to have a visual reminder and better understanding of the hope and love that lies within God, our creator. The bill also doesn't require schools to pay for the signs. Horton says they could be donated. She believes it's one of the most non-controversial bills she's ever presented. I'm looking forward to to getting this through the governor's desk. The session begins April 10th. I'm Brooke Thorington. Well, Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson says new U.S. House leadership will actively seek answers as to why President Joe Biden had classified federal documents stashed at his private office in his home. Johnson says as chairman of the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Constitutional Matters, he and fellow lawmakers are demanding answers from the Justice Department. We issued a joint letter to the Attorney General Merrick Garland himself. We want to know, among other things, what interaction the department had with the with President Biden or his White House representatives about the mishandling of these classified documents. Now, last week it was revealed that top secret documents were found at Joe Biden's private office at the Penn Biden Center. The documents were from his time as vice president, and reportedly some were of a much more sensitive nature than those found in Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. More recently, more classified documents were found at Biden's two Delaware homes. Johnson says the timeline of the discoveries is also worrisome. From what we know now, they found these these documents, at least the first tranche of them, November 2nd of 2022. They concealed it until just, what, several days ago. And, and we're very, very interested to know why. Johnson says the full weight of the FBI and the Justice Department came down on former President Trump for the same thing. But in Biden's case, there were no raids of his home that were broadcast on television. He feels the devil's standard is at play. Johnson says the public has the right to know if the president broke federal law. These are all directly related to the interests of the American people. It's it's um, it's time sensitive, and we hope the courts will force their compliance if they don't um, if they don't comply automatically. A new study from the American Council for an Energy Efficient Economy indicates if Louisiana updates its building energy codes, energy use in new buildings could be cut by as much as twenty percent for residential and 32% for commercial structures. Mike Waite is a senior manager with the American Council for Energy Efficient Economy. Improving energy efficiency can also make communities less susceptible to extreme weather and reduce strain on the electric grid. Waite says the benefits of the new building energy codes are immediate. He says Louisiana is still operating under 2009 national guidelines that are updated every three years, 
which means Louisiana is four versions behind. But last June, Governor Edwards signed into law a requirement for the adoption of the most recent national model energy code. That code, with some amendments, is going to take effect July 1st of this year. Now, the annual savings on energy costs for the average Louisiana home built under the newest guidelines, well, Wade says those are significant. The Department of Energy estimated that this could save an average Louisiana home $400 a year on utility bills. LSU Ag Center researchers say they're looking to see if it's possible to grow raspberries here in Louisiana. Horticulturist David Picka says that most raspberries are produced in other countries, primarily Mexico. Picka says that if you're looking for varieties and production methods, that work could include some stuff here in the South. We want to introduce new high-value specialty crops that are appropriate for our small growers so they can uh, develop uh, sustainable climate-smart production practices, and it's very uh, appropriate for consumers that are interested in healthier foods. Now, he says that in order to make raspberries a success, it's important to get multiple harvests throughout the year. We can get fresh market raspberry production in the Deep South from beginning in October through early April, which is a very high market demand uh, period for fresh market raspberries. That's a brief look at news. Plenty of cloud cover out there for the first half of the day. Maybe a little bit of fog out there as well. Temperatures are going to still stay up in the upper 70s. We'll hit about 78 degrees by the end of the day. Winds from the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And we could get a little bit of clearing. I think maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Looking ahead overnight tonight, we're going to drop down into the mid and upper 60s for those lows. Clearer skies for tomorrow morning. However, that's going to be fairly short-lived. We've got showers and thunderstorms returning to the forecast Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Maybe even a couple strong thunderstorms as well. We'll be on the lookout for some isolated cases of severe weather. With clouds returning on Friday, we only get a brief break with some sunshine on Thursday. Temperatures going to be cooler with cool rainfall expected over the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Right now, traffic. Double checking what's happening with traffic at this hour. We have a report of a fender bender. This is in the 200 block of Hallmark, a little fender bender there. It's Hallmark by tradition. It's Hallmark by tradition. And we also have a report of a little fender bender hummingbird lane at West Broussard Road. Hopefully it's moved to the side of the road. That's good. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into hour number three. What? Yes, hour number three. Super fast clock. Yes. What? Acadiana's wow. morning news is right. moving this morning. It's moving and grooving. <laughs> hey, it's not Monday. Woo! Thank goodness. Party on, Wayne. Yes, absolutely. Okay, now you say party on, Garth. Oh, oh boy, on. I'm really aging myself, <laughs> huh? That's okay. There's some of us out there that are my age, right? Hey, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Absolutely. There's a lot of people out there that are listening that are your age, Bernie. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. So apparently um, uh, this this topic mm-hmm. is... <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you asked this Facebook question. Yes. Okay. So, and what is the question? So like, it's our Katie and the Morning News question of the day. And uh-huh. It says, what is your favorite children's movie? Okay. So Dottie, mm-hmm. are you there, Dottie? 
Oh, yeah, I sure am. <laughs> hey, Dottie. Hi. Okay. So you're from where? Wyawega, Wisconsin. Wyawega. Okay, that's a great Wyawiga. name. Wyawega. Wow. I'm sorry? That, that's a great name. <laughs> how well, close is it to yeah. like, how close is it to Green Bay? I'm just curious. Oh, golly, we're pretty close to Appleton. I would say that'd be the nearest big city would be Appleton. <laughs> okay. That sounds delicious. It does. It's close to Applebee's, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it's very nice, except for the east side of it. We don't like to talk about that one. Oh, okay. Well, that is interesting to know. So, Dottie, what, what's, uh, what was your, or is, I guess, your favorite kids movie? Well, I don't know if it was a real kid movie, but we used to like to look forward to the Ten Commandments every year around Easter time. Uh-huh. Wow! Yeah, yeah. So your parents... Yeah, my sister... I watched it as a my kid myself. And I, well, my sister and I used to like to pretend we were Nefertiti, and we'd go around and say, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, I can't even wait, too, until we get closer to, to Easter. Yeah. Okay, so my parents... Um, like we all watched it too. So Brandon, you as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely grew up in a home where we very much believed in the Bible and uh, watching that every year was like tradition. Just like during Christmas, you watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) Very similar. So yes, as a kid watching that, no, it was definitely one of those childhood memories. So here is a childhood memory for me, for you Mm -hmm. and Dottie, Mm -hmm. apparently. Okay, Dottie, let me let, let Brandon tell you what this this I oh, guess a, this gentleman said, "Now listen, yeah. we're like kids' movies." Yeah, and and here's what what this person answered, Dottie. Hang on, you're gonna love <laughs> this. Says Mauricio says, "The <laughs> Silence of the Lambs." <laughs> Saw it when he was ten years old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that little rascal, I tell you, did, did he was he putting on lotion while he was watching it or something? Or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that movie is freaky. Right, it's creepy movie. <laughs> Well, I thought it was going to be something about a farmer and, you know, when it got quiet in the early morning, but I was so surprised. (laughs) Yeah, I bet so. Well, Dottie, thanks for letting us know what was on your mind. We appreciate it. Hey, let me ask you this. So, um, with your background, this Mardi Gras thing, do you have like a, um, I mean, I'm sure you like king cakes, right? Oh well, we really don't have the king cake up in uh, oh. up in Wisconsin, but we do. We got something that we like to have this time of year called a plumski. What's a plumski? And am I even saying well, that right? No, it's plumski. It's just like it's spelled P A C Z K I. Wow! Wow! Okay. What's it's, it's kind of like a jelly donut. It's kind of oh. like that, but it has it's it's richer and it's and it's big. It's like as big as a head. <laughs> but, but well, not as big as not as big as Uncle Bruno's head. I mean, because like good gravy, that's like her huge. <laughs> Can you spell that one more time? Because I want to see this for myself. Okay, P A C Z K I. Yep, I see it. Wow! Oh, oh man! So good. Oh, that does look oh, good. So, good. so, is there any well, like reason we got coming up? Or- Another thing we got coming up here pretty soon is our annual hoop-de-doo polka party at Moose Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to dress up with polka dots? 
Well, no, because it's only kind of cold, but you you know, you wear your sweatshirts that have the name of your grandchildren on them. That's usually a big hit. <laughs> oh, my God. How bad. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. Yeah. I'll tell you something. At last, year's, at last year's party, Angie, the bartender, she thought she was going to get her own set of beads, if you know what I mean. And <laughs> by the time she got all those seven layers lifted up, well, halftime was over. We was back watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, as always, thank you for calling in and thanks for listening. So far away, Dottie. You're you're a hoot. Oh, okay, and hey, and happy Barney Ground and behave yourself. Okay, we'll try. You know, the thing is, uh, you know, as, as she pointed out, Angie the bartender mm. had all those layers, but we don't need layers this week, do we? <laughs> yeah. Good point, Bernie. Good point. Yeah, don't Thank ask you, any Dottie. bartenders for anything. Just put it that way. So what is that thing? Is it is it like yeah. a big donut or something? So it's a it's Polish. It's okay. a Polish dessert. Okay. And it's usually made on Fat Thursday, but it's okay. eaten all year round. And so basically it looks like a filled donut, but with a little bit of decoration on the top. Ooh. If you will. That sounds like that'd be delicious. Yeah, it looks good. I'd, hey, I'd eat it. Yeah, does it look like it's like a French bread kind of, kind of thing or more a pastry dough? Um, Hard to tell maybe, huh? Yeah, hard to tell. It just <laughs> says it's uh, fluffy yeast donuts. Okay. Deep fried fluffy yeast donuts. Well, there you go. It's deep fried. I'm mm-hmm. in. Yeah. <laughs> With a side of deep fried butter. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so good. Okay, have you ever had that? I never I tried that. It's good. Okay, really? Yeah, it's good. I've always wondered because I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, does the, I'm assuming the, the, the oil kind of absorbs into the butter. Mm. Does it, okay, is it like, a, okay, is it It's a been a long time since I've tried it, but yes. <laughs> yes. It's it's better than you may think. Okay. Like, because I could see how people might be a little grossed out thinking mm-hmm. about it, but yeah. no, it's it's pretty good. Huh. Okay, well, I wouldn't recommend kind of eating it, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, like, not for the taste. I mean, like, I wouldn't recommend eating it for your, you know, <laughs> for your health. <laughs> but it's good. Okay, I've just received a message from the uh-huh. Bead King, mm-hmm. Craig Spadoni, who says, please get all of her information so that I can send her some Mardi Gras goodies. Hey, Ooh, that's the queen good. cakes. <gasps> yes. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. Okay, very cool. I can do that. Uh, Bead King hardly, I mean, working hard. Listen to me. Sorry, that almost came out wrong. I didn't mean it. Oh, he's definitely working hard. Well, the I guy, mean, like, he's up at all hours and, yeah. you know, moving orders and taking orders. And I'm sure you got to watch the the inventory pretty closely. Yeah. And this with, time of year. With Mardi Gras starting so early this year, I mean, I it just, hey, he had to jump right into it. Can you imagine if you're in a couple of different crews uh-huh. and then, like, you had to worry about Thanksgiving and Christmas and now mm. you got to worry about purchasing your beads to write yeah. a float it's got to be exhausting financially yeah cool. well that and I, and I want it's just exhausting physically too um just with everything you know how it's happening mm-hmm. all so all the holidays with Mardi Gras just jumbled up it's it feels insane like. right yeah I know I know it man Ooh. feels like we have a holiday every other week now but that's kind of cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I mean think about it you know Mardi Gras mm-hmm. is like the lead up to it is so much fun. It is. And then the week before the Mardi Gras weekend, mm-hmm. if you will, they mm-hmm. always have a parade. Yes. I mean, gosh, it's just, it's going to be super. And it's almost already here. Yeah. I mean, it's about a month away. Yeah. I wonder if anyone has ever done like a Mardi Gras tour where you just go to the different Mardi Gras parades 
all across Acadiana, as many as you can. I wish I had time to do something like fun, that. Huh? Wouldn't it be great? Because you'd see the different cultures even yeah. within our culture. Well, and I did and say traditions. at some point, not you know, not this year or anything, but mm-hmm. at some point, you know, when I was a kid, we'd often go to Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Yeah. When I was like a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, Got After, a little too wild and crazy over yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. You know, my parents are like, yeah, we're staying home. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the rest of the family would, would go there or whatever. We would stay home because yeah. it was so much more comfortable. Yes, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. you had room to spread out and, you know, hang out uh, there or whatever. And, but I would love to be able to do a tour like that, mm-hmm. you know? And go to Eunice too, like to do a. a I was about career. to ask you, yeah, which I've one is the one that's that. fascinated you the most, Eunice? That one, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. That's a good choice. And I know they do them in a variety of different towns, but mm-hmm. man, doesn't that look like so much fun? Uh, yeah. I cannot. I'd have to be the sad little person though that has some sort of electric bicycle, because <laughs> can you imagine this lady <sighs> trying to get up on a horse? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's been done uh-huh. it's several times in the past. Yeah. But now I'd be like too frightened. Yeah. You know? I don't blame you. I'd be like, uh, can we have some hydraulics? So I can get up on this. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> hey, I'll, uh, g- give me a lift too. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, we ate too much king cake this year. Man. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we can try to figure out a way to do all of that. I don't well, know. Be a, that'll be fun. I'm not going to miss Youngsville's mm. parade for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss any of the Lafayette parades. Mm. Only because I find, you know, just, all the different types of beads, Mm -hmm. you know, and every year there's a theme and Mm -hmm. these people go out of their way, right? you know, to spend all of their money to really help the culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and have a great time. Yeah. And And, and let it be, you know, something Mm -hmm. that's something you can bring your whole family to. I've always been fascinated because I didn't really grow up in a household that celebrated Mardi Gras, Uh but I've always been fascinated by, how much people in this area, how much it means to them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's fun to watch, not people that get out of control for beads, mm-hmm. but people look at it as for the tradition that it is. Yeah. And I've written articles over the years more about the tradition of Mardi Gras as it relates to certain events that, you know, we've covered here. Mm-hmm. And I've looked at it more and said, oh, wow, okay. I, the history side of me appreciates all the tradition that goes into this. Mm-hmm. And how cool it is. And then seeing some of the tradition with uh, Anthony Bourdain when he came down. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was pretty cool, too. And so it's just it's it's really a fascinating holiday. But it's the holiday that goes over such a long like the, the span of a few weeks, you know. In yeah. The and then, you know, the time after, like, I think people do it a lot. Some people do it a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Some people don't go all out mm-hmm. on Mardi Gras Day. Right. You know, necessarily. Like, I see out along the streets, you know, like, you got the whole section where there's a whole bunch of campers. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, have food and invite people over. And it's camaraderie. But it's so centered around the family, for the most part. Um, people dancing in the street. I mean, just. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you watch a parade because it's pretty. Uh-huh. But then catching a beat or two is just fun. Yeah, you're never going to need that beat again in your whole life. Mm-hmm. But catching it is right. just exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, there's been a few different beads, and I could say the Bee King has brought over some of them. Yes. That I have kept for years. Years. Just how cool they are, you know? The one that he brought us with the Acadian flag. That was um, so cool. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's different. I have one that's all wooden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, now I guess they made the ones that are... 
the actual state of Louisiana with the oh, Acadian yeah. flag rubberized. Uh, yes. So that's a little different too. Yeah. Because um, when you were throwing something from a float that's uh, got a bunch of big piece of wood, pieces yeah. of wood on it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that can be dangerous. It could be. It Especially could be. if you're not a good throwing person. <laughs> You'd be like, ah, yes, you, you child, take this bead. <laughs> yeah, riding in a few Mardi Gras parades myself. Oh, you, yeah, all the throwing, mm-hmm. you, you feel it later yeah. on. Ooh, yeah, that's painful. Huh? But it's it's so cool though when you make that connection, especially with like you know one of the kids. Oh, in, yeah. in the uh, in the parade route, and you just mm-hmm. make that connection. You look at them, say, "All right, I got you." Yeah. You throw them some, and their faces light up. It's that's one of the coolest. That is. Yeah. You're right. One of the coolest feelings. All right. KPL News Time is 8.30. We'll take a brief break, and Bernie will have a brief look at news, and we'll continue on. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. News Talk 96.5 KPL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. From KPL Newsroom, I'm Dadley. New Iberia police have confirmed a body was found behind an apartment complex in the city yesterday afternoon. The remains were discovered behind the Village Park complex around 3 o'clock. Police have few details as their investigation is ongoing. Lafayette police say the driver of an 18-wheeler attempted to drive around a train-crossing barricade in the 700 block of Vero School Road yesterday. The big rig didn't make it and was struck by the train. The driver of the 18-wheeler was cited in the incident. Well, GOP members of the U.S. House say they'll continue to press for answers as to why President Biden had classified federal documents at his private office in his home. Some GOP members believe a double standard is in play since there were no FBI raids of Biden's home or office as there were for former President Trump. Lafayette police were involved in the shooting shortly after midnight Monday on Gilbo Road after a traffic stop attempt following the exchange of gunfire. The suspect fled the scene. One suspect wounded and was reported to be in stable condition. State police are heading up the investigation. Opelousas police say an adult female was shot multiple times in an incident last night on Elementary Lane. Police were called to the scene around 7 o'clock. The woman was taken to a hospital for treatment. She's said to be in critical condition. Police are still searching for a suspect. A Louisiana state representative has filed a bill that would require the words in God we trust to be displayed in every public school classroom in the state. Dodie Horton, the bill's author, believes the words, which are the motto of the United States, should be placed there for children to see every day. You're up to date on Bernadette Lean. Plenty of cloud cover out there for the first half of the day. Maybe a little bit of fog out there as well. Temperatures are going to still stay up in the upper 70s. We'll hit about 78 degrees by the end of the day. Winds from the southwest at about 10 to 15 miles an hour. And we could get a little bit of clearing. I think maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Looking ahead overnight tonight, we're going to drop down into the mid and upper 60s for those lows. Clearer skies for tomorrow morning. However, that's going to be fairly short-lived. We've got showers and thunderstorms returning to the forecast Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday evening. Maybe even a couple strong thunderstorms as well. We'll be on the lookout for some isolated cases of severe weather. With clouds returning on Friday, we only get a brief break with some sunshine on Thursday. 
Temperatures going to be cooler with cool rainfall expected over the weekend. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPL. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. We've got a fender bender, Vero School Road at La Nouvelle. That's Vero School Road at La Nouvelle. Also, a fender bender, Perard Street by Antoinette. That's Perard near Antoinette. And 15th Street at Plum Street. That's 15th Street at Plum Street. Buckle up, please. Good morning and welcome back into Acadiana's Morning News as it is time for the topic train here on this Tuesday edition of the show. All right, Bernie. So today is National Hotheads Chili Day. Okay. On this day, we celebrate (laughs) the heat seekers who aren't afraid to try out the spiciest chili peppers and hot sauces. Okay, like more power to them. But no. No. (laughs) You're like, no. Uh, Look, I stick with my Tony's and Uh my Louisiana hot sauce, and I'm good. I know. I know. I'm I'm good. I'm some Tony's and a Tabasco kind of lady. Yeah. Like, I had some red beans the other night, red Uh beans and some... Some sausage, some yeah. Louisiana sausage. Yeah. And so I had to, even though the beans I was having, I cheated, right? I didn't okay. make my own fresh beans. That's okay. Shame on me. <laughs> but you know, there had to be a little Tabasco, uh-huh. a little Tony's, and it looked like I actually cooked it. It, it actually And it was good, huh? Wait, it tasted good. Uh, oh, well. And it looked good. Well, there you go. What? <laughs> you hey. could double the points there. So good luck to all you <laughs> hotheads who love all those peppers uh-uh. and tongues melting off and stuff. No. I, I, look, <laughs> if my tongue hurts when I'm eating the food, that's like, not good. <laughs> it's not good. Um, all right. On this day in history, January 17th, 1990, Operation Desert Storm wow, was yeah. launched against Iraq. Ooh. Um, I was just a little one when this happened. Yes. About five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I do still remember as a kid, though, the pride that came out after we just destroyed them and rolled over mm-hmm. our opposition. Um, and that we, you know, that was a good victory for us coming out of the whole Cold War era and such. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, learned a lot about it in history, though, which is pretty cool. Uh, Norman yeah. Schwarzkopf. Yeah, yes, true. One of the coolest names in uh, in People military history. People just loved that guy. Uh, shoot, I, 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 I didn't even know him, and I was growing up thinking he was the man. Like he was, you know, he was <laughs> yeah. like the real life Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. So. You know, it's fun, um, funny how things kind of stick in your mind. Yes, I was gonna. You you may or may not know this song from mm. that era. Okay, but there was a song for. The men and women really that went over, uh-huh. you know, to fight, right, right. and it just beautiful. Um, how it just really stuck with people. Now, so yeah, yeah. I was going now as you bring that song up, what uh-huh. comes to my mind was later on after nine eleven, um, the Toby Keith song. Oh yeah, you know? which was a great song. Yes, this uh, more of a um, I don't know a a kind of a. a I don't know, just a ballad of, okay. of what's next. All right, I'm thing. curious. Um, and you may or may not remember this. I think uh-huh. um, it came out in 1990. Okay. Let's see. The name of the song yeah. is called Show Me The Way. Okay. Um, I just remember it being played a lot and talking about the troops. Ah. 
I knew you'd like that. Yeah. I, I like God, I feel like I'm stepping back into time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that for the Gulf War. And then Toby Keith's song after 9-11. Whoa, mm-hmm. man. Talk yeah. about. Uh-huh. Um, the other song after 9-11 was Daryl Worley's song. Oh, um, yes. Gosh, and I can't think of the title all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Okay, so what's next on your list of right. items and history? So up next on the list um, is something, well, I think it's kind of a nod to history. Uh, we haven't talked about this uh, in a couple of hours, but want to bring it up again. Uh, State Representative Dodie Horton filing a bill that would require the words, In God We Trust, to be displayed in every public school classroom in the state. Her uh, bill believes the words, which are the motto of the United States, should be placed for children to see every day. Current law uh, says that they must be put in every building. She wants to extend it to every classroom in mm. the public school system. Interesting, yeah. Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, will there be a special legislative session called mm. to deal with Louisiana's growing insurance crisis? Mm. It could happen next month. Governor mm. Edwards and lawmakers discussing the best way to handle the exodus of insurers from Louisiana and create new ways to attract new companies and better coverage to the state. I'm not sure if it warrants a special session, but the need is there. Without a doubt, and mm-hmm. I don't care what kind of insurance you're needing. Yeah. Gee whiz, man. Everything. It's all expensive. God, it's painful. And then can you imagine, too, mm-hmm. if you have a home and you were with one of these companies that disappeared, mm-hmm. then you you know end up having to find another insurance company or going on to mm-hmm. the insurer of last resort, citizen's insurance. Right. And then over the summer, we heard about the rates going up 63%. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, it's yeah. um it's painful. All right, up next, and then we're going to go to the phone lines. Uh, up next on the list, uh, we go to the world of sports as uh, the Houston Texans say they interviewed former Saints coach Sean Payton last night. Payton is also expected to talk with the Broncos and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Now, Payton is still under contract with the Saints, and it's expected that the team that hires him will have to give up a mid to late first round pick. Oh, okay, interesting. All right. Hmm. Now, also in the world of sports, the game last night between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys, you had Baton Rouge native, former LSU Tiger, Buccaneers wide receiver Russell Gage was carted off the field after he took a hit to the head. Mm. The Bucs say he has a concussion and a possible neck injury. Mm. Thank God it didn't turn out as serious as what happened with God, DeMar Hamlin. Yes. And thank God DeMar Hamlin is recovering. Yeah. Gosh, mm. that, thank God. I know, because I sure thought, I think you know most people thought, you might never make it out of that mm-hmm. hospital. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to go from the heavy news to a little bit more lighthearted. Okay. News. You ready? I am ready, sir. All right. Let's head up to Indiana as police were called to an apartment complex after they received a report of a toddler roaming the parking lot wearing only a diaper. Uh, <laughs> to make the story even worse, surveillance video suggested the young boy had a gun in his hands. 
Uh, when officers arrived, they confirmed the fact that the toddler was, in fact, carrying a loaded gun. Oh, my God. You don't see that every day. A little boy in a diaper just walking around with a gun. They will grab every anything well, they can sure. find, though. I just... God. Yeah. Wow, Brandon. Yeah. I mean, that just that's mind blowing to think that that yeah. happens. You got to keep them locked away because they oh, will yeah. find it and they will Absolutely. grab it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, let's head on over to Michigan as on Saturday, four friends in Dearborn Heights got the wild idea to steal all a car and go for a joyride. Uh, okay, not the best thing to do. Huh? No, the joy didn't last long because they soon found themselves in a high speed pursuit with police. The driver of the stolen vehicle wound up crashing the vehicle into a pole. Mm-hmm. Three of the four suspects took off running, and the fourth stayed behind because, well, Bernie, here's the kicker. She was oh. going into labor. <gasps> oh Good news is that the mother and the baby are fine. Okay, that's good. Uh-huh. But mom will be facing charges as well as the oh. other three who were captured soon afterwards. Oh. Okay, yes. wow. Hmm. <laughs> All right, let's continue on with the uh, driving theme as we head to Orlando. As two drivers must have been mad, mad with each other. Okay. Because they both pulled over to the side of the interstate to argue about the other's bad driving. Oh, no. This this is You see where bad. it's going, right? Oh, right. gosh. Okay. So one of the drivers pulled a weapon. Uh-huh. Just as the other driver pulled a weapon. Oh, no. This is terrible. And somehow both men managed to shoot themselves in the leg. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, so they shot yes. their own selves. They shot their own selves. Well, yes. there's a bunch of lessons in this story, right? Uh, yeah. Um, they Ooh. each drove themselves to the hospital for treatment. <laughs> oh, and police aren't sure what charges will be filed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because how do you do that? I don't Illegal discharge of a weapon? Yes. Well, I mean, maybe not. Maybe. I mean, because you accidentally shot yourself. <laughs> but... I well, mean, there have been cases where people have shot themselves and they've still been charged. True. You know? And I mean, should you really pull off on the side of the roadway to argue with somebody? Oh, just God. leave it alone. Yeah. Just keep driving. Many lessons, mm-hmm. you know? Right. You, know, you can put mm-hmm. up the finger in your brain. Yeah, like, there you go. Don't, yeah, yeah. like, really do it. Yes. And stay away from the other person that maybe doesn't like your driving. Yeah, you can curse <laughs> them out in your head and still feel like you won the argument. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. I just... Mm-hmm. Boy, Talk about some fools, huh? Uh, yeah. Oh. Bunch of fools. Yes. All right, we got one more for you, Bernie. Okay. We're going to stay in Florida. Mm-hmm. A 59-year-old man had plans to rob a bank last week, but he didn't mm-hmm. have a weapon, so he improvised. He taped a ballpoint pin to a cell phone and told the teller it was a bomb. What? <laughs> okay, think about that visual, Bernie. A ballpoint pin to a cell phone and told the teller it yeah. was a bomb. And so what did the teller do? Um... Well, the tellers, they are trained to not put up a resistance, so she gave the man some money and he left. However, he didn't get far as the security guard tackled him on his way out the door. Oh, oopsie. <laughs> you, you, okay, and what a great hero for a security yeah, yeah, guard yeah. to do that. Uh-huh. That's so awesome. I'm sure he probably figured out it wasn't a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a phone and a pen. There you go. Of course, nowadays. You never know. I know. You really never know. Because that's super brave of that that guy. Mm-hmm. And it's just getting, you know. Crazier and crazier. Yeah. We always said it was kind of weird out there. I think most people are like, yeah, it's weird out there. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like it's getting extra weird. Absolutely. That's strange. I don't know. Nope. All right. Well, would you like to hear a little more of that song? Yes. Kinda... As we take our final yes. break before we come back to wrap it up. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to hear just a little yes. bit more? And then we'll take our break. That yes. sounds good. All right. Well, let me let me do that.
voices on the biggest issues. We're listening to your concerns, and that's why it's so important for us to say that we hear you. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Depend on it. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced legislation that would make it a federal crime to criticize any non-white person in America. Okay, so how does all of this work? Do we get an ID card or one of those bracelets that identifies our race as verified from our DNA? Do you wait and get offended until you can confirm that you were insulted by a white person only, but otherwise you're chill with someone else insulting you? So are we saying that white people can't call out Kanye for being anti-Semitic or Colin Kaepernick for kneeling or Kamala Harris for not knowing what she's saying half the time? I mean, so much for judging others on the content of their character and not on the color of their skin. This bill proves Sheila Jackson Lee is fine with racism, just so long as it's directed towards white people. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Oh. All right. Disco. Yes. <laughs> so, in uh, honor, I guess, if you will, of our uh, Acadia in the Morning News question of the day. Okay. And that question is, you know, what is your favorite children's movie? Mm. It's time for some Cartridge World trivia about, well, children's movies. Yeah. <laughs> So we've had some great answers, by the way, to our trivia, uh, not trivia, but our, our, our morning news question of the day. You can go check those out. But it's time to do the Cartridge Road trivia, CartridgeRoadUSA.com. Cartridge Road is here in Lafayette, and they want to help save you money on all your printing needs. So, all right, Bernie, who is the book author of the movie The Lorax? Uh, Dr. Seuss. I only remember there you that because the face in The Lorax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what popular kid movies involve a family with superpowers but are banned from using them? Incredibles. Love those movies. Those All are fun. All right. Let's see here. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, what popular kid movie is this song, Color of the Wind? Oh, uh, Pocahontas from Disney. Dang, Bernie. Good job. Well, you have to remember, I have little nieces and yes. nephews at that time, so uh-huh. I had to watch all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, let's see here. What animal is Winn-Dixie in the movie because of Winn-Dixie? It's a dog. Oh, All right. We'll end it there. Bernie was okay. a perfect four for wow, four. Wow. I've never, I don't think I've ever done that before. Thanks, Brand. Fun questions. You got it, Bernie. All, all right. right. Well, in the meantime, until we get a chance to all talk to one another again, hey, we're all human, but let's try to love one another. <laughs> Amen. Yay. West Baton Rouge's newly renovated conference center is a Convention South Reader's Choice winner and is the ideal spot for weddings and other special occasions. Visit westbatonrouge.net. Like them on Facebook, westbatonrouge.net. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's a disappointing reading on manufacturing. The Empire State Factory Index, which measures active New York, declined to an even deeper slump this month. Goldman Sachs profit was sharply lower in the recent quarter, mostly because it was making fewer investment banking deals. Also, the quarter compares with the year before when companies were flush with cash and the stock market was roaring. Morgan Stanley also reported a steep drop in its profit. Diageo, which makes Tanqueray Gin and John 
Johnny Walker Whiskey is buying Don Papa Rum for about $473 million. The Ace Hotel business has been sold to Sordis Holdings. Ace Group International operates boutique hotels, and Sordis wants to double the number of properties to more than 30. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested you. Inflation is nothing more than legalized pie. I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER, 989898, to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. The R word is being spoken at the World Economic Forum. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. A recession's more likely than not. That's the CEO of energy giant Chevron, who tells Fox Business Network at the Forum in Davos, Switzerland. How deep it is, uh, there, there are different opinions on it. One factor in the slowing economy is slowdown in China. Growth there last year hit its lowest level in decades, just 3%. Tomorrow, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen will meet with her Chinese counterpart at that forum. On Thursday, the U.S. will hit our debt limit, forcing Treasury officials to take measures to avoid a default. But at some point, there'll be pressure on Congress to raise that debt ceiling. House Republicans are not only open to that unless there are spending cuts. Congressman Bob Good tells Fox's Neil Cavuto. We've empowered Kevin McCarthy in these negotiations to tell the Senate, tell the White House, hey, these guys mean business. They're willing to say no. Their no means no. And I hope, Neil, that the president, the Senate would not risk a government shutdown. President Biden upset Republicans yesterday, calling them fiscally demented. On Thursday, the president will go west, taking a trip to California, which is getting better weather now. But recent storms left at least 19 people dead, causing flooding and mudslides and other damage. The White House saying the president will meet with first responders, state and local leaders while surveying recovery efforts and seeing what federal support is needed. Fox's Ryan Schmelz also in California. The search continues for at least two gunmen. The day after a mass murder, six people found dead in the home, including a teenage mom with her baby in her arms. The sheriff believes it may be gang-related. Crews keep scouring the wreckage of a plane crash in Nepal that killed all 72 people on board. Search teams are now attempting to retrieve the last remaining body from a near 1,000-foot deep ravine. Funerals of the victims have already begun, with families anxious to retrieve the remains of loved ones. Fox's Jonathan Savage, the co-pilot who died, lost her husband in 2006. He was also a pilot for the same airline killed in the crash. America's listening to Fox News. Bonus days are back for pros at Lowe's. You earn points and save when you buy the top pro brands you trust, like DeWalt. Right now, you can save $100 on the powerful DeWalt 8 and a quarter inch carbide tipped portable table saw. Was $399, now just $299. Join today and shop bonus days. Only at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Vowed through 120. Subject to change while supplies last. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. Some people got COVID and thought, well, that wasn't such a big deal, but you can get COVID again, and next time it could be worse, especially for those 50 and older or with a chronic condition like heart disease or diabetes. But with an updated vaccine, you have better protection from COVID's worst outcomes, and that's a big deal. Find updated COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. We can do this. 
Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Some cloudy skies out there this morning with a few areas of fog for that morning commute. You do need to be on the lookout for a little light passing shower for the first half of the day today. But after that, we should start to see a little bit of clearing and maybe some sunshine by the late afternoon and evening. Highs today get to 78 degrees with winds from the southwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Overnight lows in the mid to upper 60s with some sunshine tomorrow morning, eventually giving way to showers and thunderstorms by the end of the day on Wednesday. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL. Hey, folks, my good friend at Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. It's 2023. It's a new year. They wish you a happy new year. But if you're looking for a vehicle, why not check out Service Chevrolet and Cadillac? Hey, you Cadillac people, you know, if you like Cadillac, you like Cadillac. Well, let me tell you, there's not a bigger Cadillac dealer in the area than Service Chevrolet Cadillac. So why not go by today, check them out, go online, and make sure you look at the best Cadillac dealer in the area. Folks, I'm telling you, they got sale incentives all the time over there. They're giving back to those who give service Chevrolet Cadillac offer special deal pricing for the men and women and educators. So, folks, they got special deals for them. You need to go back on their website and check them out. Louisiana's number one Chevy dealer for eight years in a row. Shop online at servicegm.com. Servicegm.com. Find out everything you need to know. Shop Louisiana's large selection of Chevrolets and Cadillacs. Getting a new inventory daily. Largest inventory selection on trucks on the lots this year is right now. We want your vehicle. Free appraisals. That's right. On your vehicle. If you want to get rid of it, great place to go. Get all that service has to offer. Service Chevrolet and Cadillac. You're going to be glad you listened to me.